The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to uh, the Next of Kin podcast. I'm Rich with my son Christian, and welcome back. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening. We think things are going well. This is our eighth episode, and it's really flying by. And um, is it eight already? Eight already. Yeah. The hateful eight. We should have called this episode that. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to... We've asked you to join our Twitter and our uh, Facebook page. And as a matter of fact, one of the suggestions from my listener is going to be our topic, our second topic tonight, which is going to be the animated series Invincible. And we'll also be talking about episode three of uh, Bad Batch. And of course, we'd love to start off with the news. So uh, I had a really busy week, so I'm going to let Christian run with the news today. Thanks, Pops. Uh, <laughs> pops. Pops. I'm going to call you Pops now. <laughs> you're, 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 Thanks, bro. You're a good egg there, young lad. <laughs> good egg? What you're the a good fuck egg. What are you talking about? That's, I, I don't know, like Pops. <laughs> All right, Pops. What do I run, like a candy store? Yeah, you run a candy <laughs> store. Like, that's creepy. <laughs> what the fuck are <laughs> you talking about? Hey, like, pops. A, like a malt shop. I'm pops. I, like an, the, like, I run the candy store. Like I, I like, it's like candy. Arnold's on Happy Days. I'm like, you don't know that. All right. Either. Okay. Okay, Father. We're moving on pops. now. Okay, Father. Even when I'm old, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm pops. Okay, my father. Uh, Sunny boy. This is something I missed last week. <laughs> <laughs> something I missed last week. Uh, Margot Robbie has apparently been pestering uh, Warner Brothers to bring Poison Ivy to the DC anime, uh, DC uh, universe. Yes. Uh, we have, obviously, that's an established comic relationship. That's a pretty established comic friendship and an occasional relationship between the two characters. Obviously, Harley Quinn plays, uh, or Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn in the DC movies. Who's the? Is there a rumored person? There's no she rumored wants? person. I think it, this is very like this is very much from what the what stories I read is very much based on just a, a dynamic that she's that, looking that for the character to develop. Yes, she Mar- wants the character to develop with. So it's not necessarily. Yeah, like this her, is like almost like a buddy seemingly, that she wants to be in the movie. Yeah, this is almost her. seemingly a like, uh, like from Harley Quinn. Like it's also it's from Margot Robbie. Right. Like it's like it's her interest. Yes, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. So okay. and again, DC's explored this relationship pretty recently with like the Harley Quinn show, which is on HBO Max. So, I so I assume that on the show, Poison Ivy's in the animated series. Yeah, Poison Ivy is like the second main character, basically in the okay. animated uh, series. And obviously, they the first two seasons are mainly just like the friendship, and then towards the middle, the second half of the last season, spoilers, right. uh, it goes further into like actual relationship stuff because that movie's that uh. That show is kind of about like a bit of uh, like empowerment of Harley Quinn, especially like uh, being her own person without the Joker, and Correct. and that's kind of what uh, the Birds of Prey movie did, um, which I didn't. I only Not I've only seen well. part of, but uh, well, actually, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on that. I haven't watched the full thing, but from what I've heard, that movie almost tried to go in like the same direction that like right. the animated show went to an extent. Not nearly as like uh, as ridiculous because the show is kind of like. Pretty campy to an extent, and like also like pretty some of the it takes uh, liberties with certain characters as well, like uh, 
like Clayface and who was like a literally like the old campy version of himself where he was like an actor. Right. <laughs> so the, and he's like a a Shakespearean type like actor who like when he turns into a person, he like plays them horribly and like way too over the top, like almost like it's theater. Uh, and then they also have like King Shark, who's like techie and smart and doesn't just like repeat his own name like a Pokemon, like Correct. like most versions of King Shark do. But uh, yeah, I thought that think that'd be an interesting because obviously that movie didn't have Joker in it when that right. came out, and I think, and that seems to be like a common thing that they would do, kind of like a twenty twenty one thing yeah, to I, have I Harley Quinn kind of be more empowered without about, the Joker and right. not just be like. Or and not to mention that Margot Robbie's a very, very talented actress, and it'd be a shame just to have her be like the Joker's sidekick. Yeah, no, I think yeah, she's like, strong. She's, she's too big of an actress and, just and, to be like Joker's and sidekick. And she's more popular playing that role as the than, actress than the than, Joker they have. Than which, the, like, if anything, he's the sidekick, essentially. Like, he's in just that movie, a, yeah. he's a, he's a side story to the to the film. He's mm-hmm. not important. So, so again, I, yeah, this I, is nothing you know, concrete from DC, but this right. is just like a thought that... Uh, being reported that like Margot Robbie wants something wants to explore, and she, does, I think she does have a t- at least some pull there, right. especially because she's might be the most popular character they've released. Uh, well, I assume Uma Thurman is not going to be playing. I'm Poison assuming Ivy Uma again. Thurman will not. A uh, 53 year old Uma Thurman, or whatever. We, she is, we don't know how be. old. No, be ageist or whatever that is. <laughs> you know, like she she played it before and she's horribly. She uh, may still wear the costume. She may own the costume. She, she may have snuck horribly. out the back door with it. So, well, everybody played everything horribly in that don't movie. Be ageist, I say. forgot there was a even a bane. In that movie, which was terrible. Oh yeah, you're right. All right, moving on. What else? What other news you got? Uh, we got we got a bunch, so I'm gonna get going. Yeah. Uh, new an- new an- Batman animated series is coming to HBO. I saw uh, that with, actually. Pr- I think this came out today actually. Uh, with producers J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves. I believe Matt Reeves is actually directing the new Batman movie that's coming out uh, next year with uh, Robert Patterson. Okay. And I like I said, very early stages. They didn't even have voice actors or anything. But all they said was like a very blanket statement of like it's going to. Uh, be a different reimagining of the mythology of Batman, which I don't know how that they do that because they've done a lot of directions with Batman over the last like ten, twenty years. Well, we got another new one, so there yeah, won't sure be any slow mo pearls falling to uh, an sure alley there, floor. I'm sure there will because I've I'm seen sure we'll that get to like see it again, and I you know I've seen that like five times. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need like I don't need to see that part of the origin story again. again. I'm fine with J.J. Abrams just like just producing things and not he's fine when he just produces say. things like, he just, i don't really need to see yeah. him anymore yeah like i would just go direct something original because like you don't do right. like you don't yeah do, i wish like, he would because fo- i mean I, he I, I also, lost yeah and i mean what a great and series, i also saw another you know? i also saw another report which was like uh that he's not interested in directing anything dc he really just trying to shy away from right uh franchises again at least on a directing scale because and like he's, well, he's uh, got someone some interested in directing his own movies again or like he's been a little properties. divisive with some of the things exactly, he's done yeah. whether star trek star wars whatever um you know but yeah it's going to hbo not everybody likes what he's done it's going to hbo life. so i'm assuming it's not it's not for kids like it's okay. very if it's, if it's on hbo and i don't it doesn't say to a max it says hbo right so which it could that could just be made right. to a max yeah. but i'm assuming that means it's not for kids and like for or so all of dc animation is not well if it's going to be all something. of dc animation is not for kids like they made they've made rated r uh dc animated movies right like in that dc animated universe they had towards the end of it there was a couple rated r movies like they literally right. ended that with like the most bloody like gory like animated movie i've ever seen uh much like invincible which we'll talk to you later we're gonna get to that yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one's not anything too big. It's just a quick thing. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., who plays uh, Aaron Burr in Hamilton, uh, one of the better actors yep. in that movie. We 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 all like. Well, you especially like uh, plays and musicals and theater. Yep, I do. And uh, 
And I got a theatery friend who made us, our friend Drip, watch it about 84 times last summer. It's, well, if you're going to watch <laughs> something, if you're going to watch something, watch Hamilton. Hamilton. It's yeah. not like she made you watch Cats. No. And I put up much less of a fuss <laughs> than other people in the group. So, I mean, I don't know. Did you ever watch Les Mis? I watched Les Mis. With Hugh Jackman? Yeah, I, I mean, if anybody should be playing Jean Valjean, it should be Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Because he, he was alive in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, uh, he got cast in um, Ryan Johnson's sequel uh, to Knives Out, Knives Out 2. Right. on Netflix, which has a massive cast. I think we've talked about it a couple times before. Okay. On this. Uh, but obviously they're bringing back Daniel Craig back because he's kind of like the detective in that series. Uh, they casted uh, Catherine Hahn from WandaVision, who was like the villain. Um, I saw that, actually. They casted, yep. I'm trying to think of someone else, Dave Bautista, I believe. Yep. Uh, I know, it's a pretty the good original, And they're the actually original, doing two and three. Hulk. They're doing two and three. Yeah, they're doing both. But I think this is just for Ed Knives Out 2. I think they do Edward Norton, yeah. Yep. But I think there's going to do another cast. Yes. I think like, the whole concept of the show has now been like, okay, we're just going to have Daniel Craig be the director. And then each, it's like Murder on the Orient Express. Like, remember that when that movie yes. came out a couple years ago? Yes, the remake um, was very good. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay, I I didn't hear as good of things about it, but I didn't really I watch well it, see. Okay, well here's the thing for a movie like that. But I think, but I you got it. Well, I'm going to say something. Let me before you too okay. far. Like Murder on the Orient Express, uh, it it's a very it's a very smart script. So you need okay. to it's it's one of the tougher ones to follow, mm-hmm. and it was it was almost an Oscar Oscar bait kind of film like. Like yeah. they wanted to get awards and stuff, you could tell. But at the same time, the performances are all really, really good, and the, the, and everybody's well, well, everybody's great. Yeah. In well, all I was saying with Knives Out, oh, I was just comparing the two because Knives Out, I think was was a lot better received. Yeah, um, it got real near universal praise. Like I've never yeah. seen that for a movie that's not like it was again. It's like it's a movie that you meant to go see in the theaters. I believe it wasn't like a just a movie, right? Um, Got it. But yeah, uh, but like they they took the approach of like we're just going to cast all these stars, and uh, I think Knives Out did it better. Than or on the or expense, in my opinion, but uh, but they both took that same thing where like we have our one star piece, like whoever what's her name was in Murder Express, I forget the guy's name, uh, but they had the main yeah, guy, right? And right. then they and obviously yeah, they had, pros and then they obviously yeah. they have Daniel Craig as the main uh, yeah. guy in Knives Out. And so I think each movie is just gonna have Daniel Craig surrounded by a slew of like very 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 popular. Um, yes, that's that's um, the basic premise. Like in demand actors and actresses. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, I just, thought, I, just not, I think it's nice when I see like people from Hamilton uh, get a success because a lot of them their first thing was when they did Hamilton like on on Broadway, correct. Right. So that's why I like uh, yep. There's a ton of people in there that deserve a lot more success than they have. So, all right, moving on. Uh, Stagecraft Tech, you know what Stagecraft Tech is, right? Uh, that's the Mandalorian um, like background tech that they oh, use okay, in place of you, green screen. You. Okay, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Stagecraft Tech is a pretty complicated, but it's basically kind of like a uh, like I would say, a virtual screen that like surrounds a studio, basically. Uh, and it's as a virtual like, set, exactly. And as the camera moves um, with the actors and actresses, or as it moves through the set, uh, the perspective of the background changes with it. So it's like, so no matter what, so like as you move towards the camera, maybe the background moves farther away. Or right. anyway, it's just very new technology. I think it's going to start to replace green screen in a lot of aspects pretty soon. Well, it's, it's incredibly expensive. It's incredibly expensive, but Disney have the money. Yeah, um, so I mean, for so big companies will do it. I mean, I'm not going to have one in my my st- exactly, TV studio. Exactly, but like I think soon. I think big bigger companies will eventually be like. Well, it's worthwhile investing it's the next, because it's the next stage it saves you a lot of time in in post production exactly. because you're filming literally on the set mm-hmm. and you build the set and in it's that programmed thing. so perfectly that you yeah. like as long as you shoot it well, like it's perfect. Well, one of the things what's nice about
about what you have now is most of, in those situations, what you're dealing with is all the cameras are robotic. So you can the camera can be programmed to repeat itself every single time. So you're really the camera can't make a mistake. So really yeah. all you're doing is getting enough different takes with the actor so you get the performance you want. So it's really allows you to focus on the acting because the technical stuff and you're not constantly doing um you know all these things with green character, you know, green suits and everything because it's just easier to, to you don't have to do everything differently. Yeah. So no, it's definitely um uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, uh, Peyton, uh, I think Peyden Reed, I believe it is. Yeah, Peyton Reed, who I believe is directing Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumatum, or Quantumanium, which is going to be basically Ant-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, released some behind-the-scenes like uh, pictures that showing that that technology was being utilized for that movie. So, okay. So it, I think oh, it I forgot so Kenneth Branagh. Just can't Kenneth Branagh is, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the star in Murder on the Express. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, so I think it's, I think it's uh, just pointing out that, like, I think Mandalorian was one of the first productions that used that technology at least that I'm, I'm sure the company other productions have used it it was the first one where you kind of heard where it was visual it was like very, where you yeah. saw it where it was mentioned in you it know highly uh, publicized right. of that i mean it, insiders knew about it i had only heard about it through mandalorian and mm-hmm. i kind of follow those things but it was the first time it kind of came up that it was uh, being yeah. used on a wide scale for something as big as you know yeah but anyway, that's just some behind-the-scenes like tech, yep. techie stuff. Yep. Uh, Amazon is in talks to acquire MGM and its James Bond library deal in a deal worth about uh, $9 billion, $10 billion. Yep. Which I don't know if that uh, signs up for the rights to make James Bond movies or just like the the properties they've already made. Because, well, again, Sony releases the... Sony's the just game. the release company. But I think they're just the release company. I don't think they're they, actually, the they don't own company. the property. So I think they that would actually hand over the property rights to make the movies to Amazon. Okay. Which would be very interesting that would they just release them right to their streaming? Would they I, not no, I feel, feel like... It would feel a little weird to not have James Bond in theaters. I, it, well, I, I think that that's a kind of a thing that they they want to just yeah. diversify their, their thing. Yeah, I I and the big thing they, they said was they want the MGM library of like right. all the movies they made, which is like... I believe thousands. It's probably thousands of movies. Uh, right. Interesting. But yeah, that's uh, nothing to. Uh, they just talk about early talks for that. That that's something they're interested in acquiring. Okay. Surprise, Disney isn't buying it uh, at this point. <laughs> but I thought they they were just going to own everything at this point. Well, this, at least some. Well, I think some of these other yeah. companies are figuring they got to do something. They got to buy some other stuff to compete. Uh, other also related to Amazon, uh, Invincible, which we're going to talk about later, yep. has been renewed for another two more two more seasons. Okay. So, like I said, I've been, like I said, without giving anything away, I've enjoyed the first four episodes so far. So this is good news to me. Okay. Then we got Doctor Strange two villain is being reported, or at least uh, rumored, to be Shuma Gorath. You ever heard of Shuma Gorath? Uh, yeah, I went to high school. I don't think you went to high school. I did. Shuma Gorath. He was an exchange student from. Uh, don't say nothing. You're, you're from some place. You're gonna dig yourself. Batavia. Sure, yeah, Batavia, Batavia Downs Casino. Batavia, Batavia Downs. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, uh, Shumagorath is an ancient demon from another dimension who once ruled. Oh, it's, it's, oh you, I had the first name wrong. That's what it was. I, that's not what I went to school with Dave Goroth. No? I'm just going to move on. Move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, yeah, ancient demon from another dimension once ruled Earth and... Feasted on humans' ancient ancestors. Oh, he seems like he a seems, nice guy. He seems lovely. He and seems he's like... also like a big, giant tentacle monster thing. Oh, so... oh, we can bring Doc Ock into face. Bring... Now, they, they, he's a little creepier than Doc Ock. He's kind of yeah, giant. but they got tentacles. 
So yeah, I, I don't know how that he fits exactly with the whole Wanda Vision thing. That well, I guess, I guess we're gonna, gonna find gonna out. There, I have faith that Marvel's got a plan. No, I got faith in them. Too, didn't just, uh, I think they probably. Oh, already, I've heard so many rumors you know. about Doctor Strange, and like none of them fit together in my brain. So I'm like, okay, like where is this gonna be? What it's gonna be? Yes, and, it's gonna be just everybody should just stop trying to figure it out. Yeah, because we're because everybody's usually wrong. Uh, yeah, just about always. Pretty much they're wrong. Like, it's, it, and then they. I think people are starting to realize that they shouldn't go off on limbs with these stupid things because they're wrong all the time, yeah, and then they Marvel look stupid, and then they get mad. And we got to stop that, you yeah, know. I agree. So, uh, you, that's that's all. I got that, again, one. That's just a, that's just like a stupid. Uh, I got I got a news thing rumor. too. You got a news. I got a, I finally remember just one. Find it. No, I I remember that I didn't want to bring this up. Okay. I'm sure you're very excited about this. I'm sure I'm not. Uh, Friends reunion is coming on. Uh, I, will, I actually did want to mention something about this. It's coming hey, out. I, I love uh, it. I don't May really, 27th. First, first off, I really don't care about the Friends reunion at all. I'm I don't just, mind Friends, but like, it's not. It's go like, ahead. It's tell us how you friends. feel about David Schwimmer. He's the worst character on the show, but that's like not. <laughs> but that's just because it's not necessarily he's bad, but it's just like but everyone else. I don't is so mind the. A- I don't blame the actor. I don't no, have no, a problem with the, the actor. actor. The, the writer. He's a terrible just, character. The they beat up on like that beat character. The character to death. Yes, so. they did. He did the weirdest, creepiest things on the show. Yeah, he should like, be in jail. Weekend when week. Uh, well, I'm not jail, but weekend and week <laughs> out. You know, under the prison. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, my only thing I found funny about that reunion thing is they got all these guest stars and stuff. Oh, and, like, they, I don't know, because it's not an episode. It's no, no, like no, they're sitting around talking. Yeah, and they got all these guest stars and stuff. And, like, and like, like, someone, like and Michelle someone, Obama. And someone made the joke that they still have no one but black because none of the guest stars are black. And that was the biggest criticism. And Michelle Obama's not going to be there? No. And, like, I always so. feel like whenever they do those things, Michelle Obama's there. Because that's obviously, like, a big criticism of, like, the show is that there was, like, no black characters besides the one girl that, the, like. The, the that one girl that David, ended up uh, on. David Schumer dated uh, one girl yeah. who was, like, actually had a pretty good career after that. And, uh, uh, well, actually, two of the guys dated the black girl. Oh, that's true. Joey did for, like, a minute the, as well. Joey dated for a while. And then and then uh, Ross, Ross, Ross dated for Ross the main person that dated her. Yes. But, like, but that was the joke is that there was never any black people on the entirety of Friends. And then, like, now they did this reunion 20 years later. And, and none still, of the guests are black. Okay, well. <laughs> There's other there's other races, but they still missed out on the black one. It's almost like they did it on purpose as a joke. Okay, but maybe yeah, that, maybe they did. <laughs> it's just like ah yes. Let's so they're guest stars that are just talking about like who are on know. the show. I don't know. They're not even on the show. So they're like Tom random. Selleck's not going to be I, there. I, I, it's not no. Well, Tom, Tom Selleck was on the show. Be, yeah, I do remember Tom yes. Selleck on the show. Yes. Uh, no, I don't think they had. I don't think the guest stars have. It's like ones like like the that one K-pop. Oh, oh David Beckham, yeah, Lady he, Gaga. Then what's like BTS? Yeah, that's like the K-pop band. Well, they're okay. Justin Bieber. So yeah, all the people and that James were all Corden. on. James Corden. Why are any? I don't. So all the people okay, that were on so Friends. None of these people have anything to do with Friends. No, not at all. So it's like, what is this like? The we need we need views. So we need the, the we need to. On. I don't think you need views though. People it's are going to watch reunion, it. So why did you need to? Okay, add so these, I'm assuming there's. Th- I'm assuming most of those are musical performances or something. Because why the fuck is just Justin Bieber going to sit around the couch no, with man. like with with like the friends group or like David why? Beckham doesn't sing. What is David Beckham doing there? He's on the list. It's a but possible like, get, like, celebrity guest. I don't even want to hear his voice. David Beckham is the most annoying voice. He has a weird I like voice. I like David Beckham as a player, which was the last yes. which when I stopped paying attention to him was when he retired from soccer. But like 
Well, I, maybe BTS was I in the background in an episode of Friends. We did. I don't understand BTS why BTS are about twenty years old. I joke about. It. I don't <laughs> yes, understand. I don't understand why they do this on these things. It's like I. I don't. I need... don't want to see them talk. Like if anything, I'm somewhat curious. I, I'm lying. I'm somewhat curious just to see like what the hell they're going to talk about. I guess because it was like it's the biggest thing of all their life, and they've all made billions of dollars off so of it. This because is they tense. all make royalties, it's... and every time the shit gets re-aired on Nick at Night, they make a billion dollars. But. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't why. know. Just give me. I'd rather you do like just a shorter thing with the six of them just talking than and someone, a you four have a, hour you thing. You could have like a celebrity host, like to maybe lead them through the discussion, like that those bullshit things. That they guy do. who does you know all the, the bullshit other things shows. they do at yes. the end of like the Kardashians. Yeah, what's or the his name? Whatever season, that guy's those name. Those horrible is, ass yeah. shows the moms yeah. watches yeah. or used to watch. Watch what happens. Yeah, that bullshit. Mom uh, used to watch. Yeah, that. why don't they just get some random like celebrity guest for that? Michelle Obama. Not much. Why? Why do you keep mentioning Michelle Obama? I like Michelle Obama. What does that have to do with Friends? Because she's got. What is she, she doing? Spend her time. She's not Oprah. She could be. Like, why didn't you just get? Oprah? I'd rather watch. Like, why didn't you? Just I don't want to watch. I would. Like, I would watch. Then you could have handled the black thing, and you could have an amazing. She host. could have asked the question. Exactly. That would have been great. See, I'm smarter than the people at HBO. I don't know about that. Yeah, at least in this I, instance. I know your grades were very good this semester, but let's not go crazy. I, let's, I don't know. I don't know either. I did barely try. You, but you, I, somehow, uh, you, I had the best semester of my like life. Yeah, and, well, like, thank I thank you, COVID, because you thank like you, being Thank you, COVID, online. and online classes. Yes, this is perfect for you. And I don't have to see anyone. Uh, you got any <laughs> other news moving on? Uh, I do got more news. I got a lot of news today, although we're going through it pretty quick. Okay. Michael B. Jordan is set to make a cameo in Space Jam 2. Okay. I know you wanted that. Playing as LeBron's brother. Uh, no, they said it's on, they, uh, Don Cheadle, who's also in the movie. Uh, I think playing he's the villain, actually. I, LeBron's uh, dad. I don't think he's playing LeBron's dad. Uh, I don't think the height makes any sense. <laughs> that was the thing. I'm pretty sure LeBron's he was genetic like, engineered in the lab. Uh, shut the hell up. Uh, I'm pretty sure like LeBron's like eight feet taller than Don Cheadle. So. Okay. Is he well, Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle or is he War that, Machine? Don Cheadle said that it's like a it's a good cameo and it's something you're not you know, is like. Bill expect. Murray going to be in it? <laughs> Don Cheadle's playing War Machine in Space Jam. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Why? Because like, I only, like War Machine. Or he, he's the whole guy from Hotel Rwanda. He's like he's just like he's going to play other characters, <laughs> like he can only play previous characters. Yeah, why not? I don't like it. Moving on again. Uh, but yeah, that's all. I How about his, he can you, play his character? Want... He can play his character yeah. from uh, from. Uh, if you mentioned someone else, Ocean's Eleven. How about that? <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. He was in Ocean's Eleven. Was he? I don't, yeah. I don't care. Those those movies suck. I don't think I agree with the you. heist. Mo- heist genre is awful. Okay, the third one's not great. The first one's good. No. Yeah, it's great. No, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're just stupid. I don't like heist movies. At least with movies that the entire premise is about a heist. It's a good movie. Okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I know you just want what's the name? You just want a. Bill Murray. You just want Bill Murray to be. In it I I don't think if I find a Bill Murray's not in it, I don't think I'm going to see it. I don't. Think I, you're I'm going to before you go see it. Well, I don't. I, I'm sure people I'm, will. You're going to go see it opening night. What do you mean? I am Dad? not you're going go see to see it Thursday night. No, I am not. Of all the movies that I would go see on Thursday night at the midnight <laughs> the premiere, first one you go back. I to think see it's the 35th COVID. movie that I would add to that list, and I don't even know what the other 34 are. Well, speaking of movie, you actually are going to like to see probably. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 has yes. cast Boyd Holbrook, uh, which you know from Logan, <clears throat> the guy yes. with the robotic hand. <clears throat> and uh, he's other, otherwise most well-known for the first two seasons of Narco. Right. Narcos, which he was uh, one of the DEA agents. Yes. Is he playing... Uh, again, they haven't named... The really bad any, guy. Uh, no, I, I think Mad, Mads Mikkelsen's also cast in... 
in that movie. Okay. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, Mad, when you hear Mads Mikkelsen, you're like, he's probably the bad guy. Okay. Just because he, he's played a lot of bad guys in his career. We don't really know anything about this we movie don't know except very that much. it takes place in the 60s. Yeah. That's all we know. Uh, but they also announced another actress. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, I'm trying to find it. I lost track of hers. Uh, Shonette's Renee Wilson, who is most known for a series called The Resident, where she's been on for four seasons. And she was, I think, like a background Dora Milaje in Black Panther. Okay. So she's African-American actress. Uh, okay. Uh, and that and that adds to a cast of obviously Harrison. Not a lot of black people in the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> to be fair, just so, the captain, least, and, just the least, captain, the guy for the the African yeah, big captain. Well, at least some movie. of the places. Actually, well, to be fair, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they got like an Arabic guy. Which guy? Isn't oh no, he's oh, not. It's a guy playing an he's Egyptian. Guy who's not oh yeah, but, he's uh, Egyptian. Is he actually Egyptian? Yeah, he's a digger. You talking about Saul? No, the guy actress who plays the actor who plays I, him because he's English, or is it just a guy that like was English that they made play an Egyptian? I don't know. <laughs> Which I expected. To I be thought that. you were talking about the character. No, not the character. I know the character's Egyptian. They were in Cairo for God's sake. I gotta look it up. Now. Yeah, we gotta look it up. <laughs> is it just like a guy who's not know. Egyptian we, playing an Egyptian guy? We, That's what I expect. It was, it was he, John Rice Davis. That does not sound in, Egyptian. He's been in everything. It is not uh, Egyptian. He blah 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 blah. The ancient Egyptian. Well, he was born in Wales. I don't think that's Egypt. Is that anywhere near Cairo? Uh, uh, that's northern. Is that anywhere near Cairo? Northern Egypt. So, so they just had like a, a like a what an English dude uh, play like. A he woman. was. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. He was raised in England, Africa, and Wales. Uh, but it doesn't really say anything about his parents or anything. So. Okay, then. Well, so well, let's just assume that no, he was he was not he was not a person of color. Uh, he was not. What can we say? I don't know. Eh, it was a, it was the seventies or eighties. Well, he's or... been to Africa. Does that count? <laughs> I don't think that he was think... raised. He got in a Africa. tan in Egypt. Well, I don't. So, I, I, like, I think that. What's the difference, really? <laughs> I just no, nothing. Joking. Nothing good. Nothing good that's helping Hope me out. The dog's here. back. The dog is back. The dog is back. Our this biggest. Week. I love yeah. that dog. That, that is a very great dog. So, all right. All right. And, but, uh, but yeah, but anyway, back to it. Uh, th- those two actors join, obviously, Harrison Ford in returning. They join um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, like I previously mentioned, and they join uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, who's kind of like a more of a creative, I would say. She's created the show Fleabag, which has won a boatload of like, okay. Emmys over the last couple of years. And she's just been in a lot of shit. So. But anyway, that that that, that cast looks pretty impressive. I'm so, so saying. no monkeys in this one. Hopefully not. And also, but also James Mangold is the director. I, and, and, and James and, Mangold, and James Mangold has made a lot, a lot of really good. movies. He's not big on um, digital effects in no, which films. Is perfect for Indiana Jones. A lot of practical effects, and what mm-hmm. the fourth, the second movie, and the fourth movie all fall, both fall apart because um, I feel too much in the way of models and in. in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, like the the, the uh, mind chase is models, yeah. and you can tell you could tell in 1983 or 84 when the movie came mm-hmm. out that it was it looked like models and little props yeah. and little cars, and and then you could see that the CGI is really bad mm-hmm. in in, in yeah. Crystal Skull, but so, obviously, yeah, obviously. So yeah. I'm hoping that it's going to return to you know really like, good a, they got a, action. They got a guy with a really good track record. Obviously, yes. he did a uh, Three Ten to Yuma, yeah, and all uh, those Logan. James Bond movies that he's done too, because he's done a couple of James Bond movies. No, James Michael doesn't do any James Bond. He didn't. I think, no, I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm getting Sam. Um, yeah, you're getting that guy confused. Yeah, with him. Sorry, but yeah, so he, he's done Three Ten to Yuma. He's obviously done Logan which we both love. And he's done a... What was the one movie that we watched? Uh, the race car one with a... Oh, uh, Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, Ford vs. Ferrari, which I think is an amazing movie. It might be his like, best that I've watched, actually. Right. But uh, 
So I, I, it's in good hands. I, I think that with this movie, they should aim probably. I think the the heights of like to say a Raiders of the Lost Ark or a, right, or a, even a what's it called the, the Crusade. What's 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 the third one called? I'm blanking on it. Which movie? The third one. Uh, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. And Last Crusade. Is, is, I, those the two first are, and third movie are, are, are those are high movies, benchmarks yes. to reach. But yes. I think that with this, especially with a, a director as talented as James Mangold, right. and with a cast that looks to be shaping up pretty nicely, they right. should be aiming for like better than Temple of Doom, right? Which I, I think is a doable goal if done right and handled respectfully. I didn't realize this, but Mangold was uh, heavily involved as the executive producer for the TV show Vegas. That was uh, oh. your, your grandfather really liked that show. That was no. a, it was a show he loved. That was his, I think of in his later years. That was his favorite show that he always loved to watch. Oh, cool! It was a night, and it, it was James Con starred in it. It was a great throwback show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a it was a good fun show. A lot of throwback kind of, um, and it was different. It wasn't just the typical like cop drama like everything yeah. else and all that stuff. So. Uh, and some little bit sadder news. Uh, John Mulaney is divorcing his wife. John Mulaney is one of our favorite comedians. Yep. And uh, the his wife was kind of like a staple, like part of his comedy acts. It seems like his wife got brought up quite a bit. Uh, that was following a stint where the, apparently they both spent a had stints in rehab. Oh, okay. uh, like apparently the pandemic and like yeah. quarantine did, did a number on both of them. Uh, she went in for I believe like anxiety and uh, eating disorder. Right. And or and she or like depression or something. Uh, well, anyway, serious issues. And then he went in for cocaine and alcohol abuse. Um, apparently, they divorced like three months ago, and it just came out within the last couple of weeks. So that's a bit that's sad, bit. especially because yeah, like I mean, the, their dog together was like a bit in like the the song. Yeah. It was like in their shows, and he's kind of like the he was kind of like the husband. Like that was his bit. Like that was like his thing. Where yeah, he, was, he like, did. The, yeah, I mean, he yeah a nice definitely healthy like, marriage. It seemed like. Well, well, but you never know what's yeah. going on behind the scenes. But at least in his comedy, like that, that always shone through. Like is that is like his family life or whatever, right? Uh, but anyway, he is dating. Um, what's her? Uh, what's the? I have the name here. Olivia Munn now, yes. who is Psylocke in a, a X Men Days of Future Past, or not Days of Future Past in a Apocalypse, our favorite X Men movie. Right. And she is one of the most attractive women on the planet. So okay. I guess it can't be all that bad. Well, I guess <laughs> not bad for him. I not guess. bad for him, I guess. Um, sounds, maybe, what's her name? Maybe her his wife will maybe, find someone yeah. like like that, too, you know? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but wish the best, obviously, to both of them and whatever that is. Um, I, I, like, I, I have something. I, I thought of something people, I did write so. down, and I, I just remember. Uh, uh, an actor passed away yesterday. Uh, really, really good actor. Um, one of my favorite non big star actors named Charles Grogan, Groden, mm-hmm. Charles Groden was just very great deadpan actor. Um, he's probably most well known for, uh, being on, being in a movie with De Niro mm-hmm. called Midnight Run, which is a great, great film. Uh, he's in one of my favorite movies, um, Heaven Can Wait, um, most people younger would remember him from Beethoven, and yeah. he was he was uh, the the guy who, uh, who's the, the, he's the friend of the guy who takes over for the president of the movie, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, uh, but what he's in many ways most famous for is appearances on Johnny Carson and Dave Letterman. Oh, okay, he would go on David Letterman and he would sit there and <laughs> act like he was pissed to be there. He wouldn't answer Dave questions, and he would start fights with him. And he was just famous for yeah, this yeah. deadpan delivery. And he was really, really uh, 
Very talented actor. Oh, and he's also in one of the funniest movies of all time, which yeah. I made you watch a couple minutes one time. Uh, it seems like old times. And uh, Chevy Chase and mm-hmm. Goldie Hawn, and they, there's, they're kind of a love triangle in the film. Yeah. And it's, it's, he, it's, he's a good actor. hasn't been in a lot much lately, obviously, as he got older. Yeah. But he was, it's a shame because he's just from that generation. And Midnight Run, if you're looking for a good, funny movie, Midnight Run is just a great, 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 great film. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, another tragic passing today is uh, Paul Mooney passed away. That was that was a couple hours ago. So, Do not know who that is. Yeah, Paul, uh, just tr- a big comedian, uh, seventy nine years old, like a uh, African American comedian. Uh, just very, just very. Oh yeah, 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 I know that. I do know. I, I guess I forgot. His Trailblazer name. would be a good name. Way yeah, definitely. Him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was again, one I, of Richard I, Pryor's I, writers. Exactly. Yeah, he worked. With I haven't Richard seen Pryor. much of his yeah. stuff, but uh, knew he was very talented. He was yeah. a behind the scenes kind of guy. Yeah. He was a great writer. His he didn't. Um, he didn't have the limelight as much as other people, yeah. but he was a comedian's comedian. Like exactly, comedians yeah. loved him. They stole from him all the time uh, from a little bit. I remember about yeah. it from hearing him, but everybody, they all kind of stole from each other. And, yeah. and, but he was kind of a great behind the scenes, kind of a comedian. Yeah. You know, he didn't ever hit it big like some other people did, but everybody, he was a comedian's comedian is the best way to describe him. All right. so. Anyway, rest in peace to both That's of our them. news. And we have one more thing. That I, we're gonna, <laughs> you're going to love when I bring this up because it'll remind you <sighs> of your, my brother. Uh, the Ellen Show is ending after, oh, yeah. uh, after the next season. She's bored. And it has nothing. It's not a challenge. She's anymore. bored. It has nothing to do with the t- with her plummeting ratings or the, uh, the multiple allegations of her being a horrible person. No, and that can't a possibly toxic be. Work environment. That couldn't possibly have anything to do with it. Yeah. And again, like I've never liked that. So, so here's I've here, never liked Zach, but my bro- our brother Zach has, hates my her. My brother Zach has never liked Ellen. I think he, and it has nothing to do with it. It's just she's, he doesn't both, think she's funny. Yes, it, it's not a question of her or any of her politics. He or, just yeah, finds her completely her. unfunny. Just, I, I agree. He's on a whole other level of thinking how unfunny she is. But like, <laughs> I, I think she's. It's he should be here ranting yeah, about that. He should be, and I when we have him on one day, I'm sure I'll trigger Get, him well, on so it. So, what do you about. think of Ellen? Yeah, I'm just gonna do that. How about Dory? But her excuse was so dumb. It's like your ratings have plummeted. Uh, like, yeah, because she's been basically canceled. As long, kind of, yeah. She was kind of canceled, but they can't cancel her because she's a woman. It's I hard to cancel that. I would say that no, they canceled plenty I would, of women. I, they, killed, they, they, they kicked Sharon Osbourne off pretty quickly. <laughs> well, Sharon Osbourne got, yeah, like, got she's not. In the, she didn't have a lot of clout. She was. What do you mean she, Sharon Osbourne didn't have clout? Uh, okay. She was on the show for like twelve years or whatever. It was. A show that nobody watches. Yeah, nobody watches those. Nobody shows, watches those like shows. The View. People only What's hear about one? what there's happened there's on those shows. In the View. Yeah, that's true. Nobody watches those shows. They just hear about it afterwards. Or like Wendy Williams. Nobody watches Wendy Williams. Is that even on? Yes, it's on. I didn't yeah. know that was still on. I don't even know. Like, I see. I have a job. Apparently, Ellen so I don't still watch has these like shows. one point like five million viewers. I'm like, who's watching Ellen? One point five is not a lot. It's of not viewers. a lot anymore. And it, it, it's plummeted. Don't get me wrong. Okay. It's plummeted from what it was, which was like three million. Is that a morning thing or was it an afternoon? It was an afternoon, like mid afternoon show, isn't it? Like I don't know. I've never watched damn Ellen. Well, I guess my point that I was going to kind of make with this is that. I started a long time ago that she that never even seemed likable to me. The people that are getting canceled in the last few years originally would be like, you know, like Bill O'Reilly or something like that. But yeah. then you find out that it's like not just Bill that O'Reilly, like it's everybody. First, we found out that anybody that is a Although rich. I would say Bill O'Reilly got a little bit more than canceled. I think that I think Bill O'Reilly got off lightly. With like he, he, he paid a lot of stuff. money, but he's he did okay. He's a not, multi-millionaire. Not his, wallet his wallet didn't get off lightly. I'll give you that. Yeah, his but I think didn't. like considering the fact that he had no legal repercussions, and then he just went and did a podcast instead. I'm pretty sure he's he's feeling fine. Well, no, but my point is that we 
it's not because of his politics. It's just that any He's a piece of shit th- that. But we've learned that how Matt Lauer, all these guys, anybody, uh, Charles uh, Ro- Charlie Rose, all these guys yeah. that have too much power. Josh Whedon now. All these pe- anybody, movie directors, what's his name? Oh, Harvey Weinstein. All these guys, like all these guys. Yeah. They have too much power, and everybody just kisses their butt, and they can get away with anything, and they say things like, oh, Harvey's just being Harvey. Well, what Harvey does is wrong. And then all these, whether it's a politician, whether it's a talk show host, whether it's a producer, a movie director, um, too much power, regardless of your politics, they just turn out to be jerks. And then we found out that it's not just if you're a guy, because we find out that some of these women that have too much power are just as big a jerks. Yeah. So it's like nice to know like that. Like Ellen or Amber Heard. Yeah, like all these this, people. Like, they just they treat everyone around them like jerks. Yeah. And, Ellen, and, and they Amber, almost go beyond just being jerks. And always looked like someone who, like, don't tell me when I watched the, the very few times I've seen her talk to people or do interviews. She she never seemed, like, very likable to me. I don't get necessarily what people liked. She um, was Dory. I, but that does nothing to do with her. But their Dory character is nothing like her actual character. Well, she like, got a big like following. She got a big. She got a big following when she had her talk show. I'm not excuse me. Her 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 sitcom. And oh my God, she had a sitcom. She, she had a sitcom, and she came out as gay on her, on her show. Oh. So when she came out as being gay, her character came out as being gay on the show, and that became a big thing. Oh, okay. Well, again, and I that, have nothing against that. That's, so, that's some no, no, I'm not, and stuff, I'm, I'm going like, to be. Let's clarify that we're not making. But no, this has that to do was with kind of. It was never a super popular show. Yeah, like I could, it, like yeah, exactly. it was. I mean, she became not. I don't want to say that she used it because that's not what no, I mean that's either. Not what it is. I don't mean that either. I just feel like. Um, a lot people of people like didn't really you, know. Why wouldn't you write that into your character if that's something you Well, feel, because you then... couldn't just do that back then. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Well, but I mean, as, you as, remember, as a creative, this was, though, no, she, I know once the mean, show, yeah. Once she had enough clout in the show, she, I give her no, credit saying, at was, that point in her life. I what you said about, yeah, like, uh, yeah. she, I don't think she was just using it to, like, No, no, she chose that once she had the clout. Um, I think there's some stuff now. And there's a lot of people that did that within their careers at that around that same time frame. Like you know, Michael. But again, yeah, our, my gripes with Ellen have nothing to do with her sexuality I just or find her, her gender. Unfunny. I just yeah, yes. I just find her deeply unfunny, and obviously, like I with the the the, well, mountain, the goofy the mountain dance, of, the mountain of reports and things that other celebrities have said about it, about feeling uncomfortable or feeling disrespected. There's the one thing. Was it Beyonce or who was it? Where like someone was on and didn't want to announce that they were pregnant, and she just called it out. And she kept pressuring them, and then like she had like a bottle of wine, and like kept like pushing the like the glass of wine towards her. Do they like to me? All right, if you're not pregnant, drink it. And then it's like it's like maybe this person wanted their privacy maybe and didn't want an to announce they were pregnant. <laughs> like, but anyway, I, I I remember seeing that like a couple of years back. I'm yeah. like, that's some like really well, and then scummy, and then like, we then people started to come out like employees came out. Yeah. And it wasn't like one did. It was it was that's a bunch. A lot, yeah. and it was you know There's a lot of. And, and even employee. some of the shots that she pulled with her staff, most of the people that are loyal to their workers yeah. really tried to take care of their workers when the pandemic started with all these people. And then she was, mm. she got out. And she did not. She got, she really didn't do anything. She actually she kind of, did she replace some of the workers? Private team for just yeah, the home. Where right, she was right. Doing she didn't, and nobody from the, and very few people right. from the show actually got to like go on and get right. paid and for right. the work. And again, not like she could have paid it. Like, like she could have paid a few of them. She could have kept paying She could have given some of them severance. You could have like, at least she could have done something. People. You she didn't care that done much something. about them at right. the end of the day, right? And 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 there were a lot of people that that did do that for their for their yeah. workers or their staff exactly. or whatever. Might There's be. a lot of people so. that did it as well, uh, but okay, that's another story. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good riddance to that show. Uh, we got to wait another year for it to die off completely. But when then we won't have to see. Well, she's again. bored. <laughs> she's bored. It's not a challenge. It's not a challenge, anymore. which is the most like bullshit answer I've ever seen. Yes. But, 
All right. What are we going to do? Bad Batch first? Bad Batch. Episode right. three, three, three. Not much to talk about with this one, I don't think. Um, it was a it good was, episode. It was a good episode, but there's just not. A, it didn't move forward too much, I would say. Yeah, which is not a criticism, but it was a pretty like. It was exactly like the bad batch yeah. because there's two halves of the show. Um, spoilers, by the way, for anything we're about to say in the episode. If you're interested in um, listening to, or watching it, right? Uh, so there's like one half of the episode, which is uh, the bad batch or crashed on like a moon, and. And then there's the other half, which is back on Kamino, and you're dealing with Crosshair and Tarkin and a new uh, Imperial Admiral, who I think is going to probably be uh, end up being one of the big bads of the show because they don't want to just be Tarkin because obviously Tarkin survives 20 damn years into the future of the show. But uh, I forget his name. I can't remember. Uh, I can't be I bothered. But <laughs> Admiral Rampart. Yeah, Admiral Rampart. Thank you for taking notes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll start with the Bad Batch part because that's the last – that's it's actually like it's just kind of. It's a little bit of character it, development. It, it was man. a little bit of character development, but to be but honest, that's the less that's <clears throat> the less um, major part of this episode. They just crash land on a planet. Um, it really wasn't. There was no reason for them to crash land on the planet except they needed a plot device. Yeah, and then basically, like we can really just put this simply, to be honest, like they crash land on a planet. They have to fix a bunch of the stuff on their ship. And one a, of the one of the pieces gets stolen by uh, creature. a local creature, basically. Um, and they have basic- to go, and and Hunter and Omega have to go find the piece. Yeah, uh, and, and it's really I'll say, it's not a might be major yeah. in this part is Wrecker like hits his head or something, right. and like he keeps uh, like feeling his head, which is like right. always weird when you're with clones because you might okay, what did is the chip something new with the chip? But also like it, they, they, they did, but also by the end of the episode, which we'll talk about in a minute, like. Right. He doesn't seem to be, like, affected by it anymore. Right. And also, like, it could just be, like, they wanted to keep him out of action. Right. Uh, because so they, he could because do what he does at the Because what happens is Hunter gets knocked out by the creature, and Omega basically, like, steps up and retrieves the ball by herself. And the creature's pretty cool anyway. The creature, like, feeds off energy, which is why he's right. going for that one piece. And then, um... But anyway, like, so it could have just been, like, a weird, like, plot device to remove Wrecker from that situation. So it could have just been a hunter. It could have been, but uh, but then again, I don't know why you wouldn't have just like hurt his leg then, because obviously, like with this show, especially, we know it like a clone feeling their head or rubbing their like forehead, like with that. Yeah, did that, the injury like, of him hitting like for his me, head that that immediately goes to did chip. somehow did it activate the chip or something? Yeah, but it didn't. But nothing followed up with it because they have the chip in their head. Exactly, it's just not. So. It just doesn't work. Also, it'd be a little stupid if just knocking your head against something just turned down the chip. But, I don't know. So, I, so I think it just could have been like just poor writing of like not having him injure his shoulder or something instead of right. his head. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, and and then at the end, like they make, they make he Omega, does something really sweet for Omega at the end. They make her like a little room, and it's and, even in like I think it's in one of the gunner bays because it has like a window, right? So like right. she can look out into space, which right. obviously is like she's still pretty like enamored right. with because she's never seen anything like that before. So he does something nice for her, and then then yeah. the ship's fixed and they leave. Yeah, and then we get back to the more like I would say the more pressing. Uh, I think they just didn't know how to fill the episode, so they came with kind of a lame story on the other side. Yeah, but they introduced uh, obviously yeah. Crosshair, and Crosshair gets a new team. Uh, they're not clones. They're kind of elite um, humans from yes. like, all over the galaxy. Yeah, this was a much more important. Um, yeah, so he gets a little like Strike Force team. Um, that uh, the, this, that's what the kind of like with this guy's this new admiral's uh, initiative is is to uh, create like spec ops or like very like highly trained uh, stormtrooper battalions or new trooper. I don't think they're called stormtroopers yet, but uh, no, but the new like highly elite. Trooper battalions, which are made up of just rank and file, 
or like the best of the best soldiers from different galaxies under the Empire's rule with people that are loyal to the Empire because they want to be loyal to the Empire and not because they're genetically engineered to be. Right. And it's something that Tarkin sees value in. It's something that that guy sees value in. And obviously that's like a – we'll get to this a little bit more later in the episode. But the, the Kaminoans are obviously starting to like get pretty um, nervous of this because they might become obsolete in the eyes of the Empire. And like if the Empire goes with this, like they'll have no use for their clones, which will obviously hurt their money they're making because obviously the Republic and the Empire now are giving them quite a bit of money to produce clones and to produce the weapons and all that kind of stuff. And probably they figure yeah, the clout and – and influence and prestige yeah. that they're that they're favored by the emperor. Mm-hmm. And the Kaminoans are very like again the Kaminoans are very secretive. They're they're very distrustful anyway in and of themselves. That's why they live on like a planet in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they like very few. They, they, the, the Jedi Temple archives didn't even know about. Right. Like again, that was because they were deleted. But still, like the fact that most people don't know what Kamino is uh, in the Star Wars galaxy. But uh, yeah, anyway, they send uh, Saw and his, not Saw. They, they send uh, yeah. Crosshair uh, back to Andron, which is the planet the Saw Gerrera was to, on to in the first episode. Saw to Guerrero. kill that same group, yeah. uh, Saw Gerrera and a lot. Most of the group is already gone, but there's still like a little bit of the troopers left, and there's still some refugees that are being evacuated. Um, they kill all the soldiers. Um, there's this one more like mouthy. Uh, I was thinking, I was gonna call him Stormtrooper, even though that's not what he is yet. Right. Who? Uh, Who's kind of been like who was questioning Crosshair the entire time? Was like why they put a clone in charge? Was kind of like that sort of thing. It was a little bit of like the like the mentality that normal humans had towards clones for a lot of the Clone Wars, which was like kind of sussed out by them because again, it's weird when you just see the same person over and over and over again. Correct. But they um, do a good job. But with they that. do a good job with that. And uh, but what's weird though is um, even though he seems kind of like the most horrible of all these people, um, Crosshair. Once he realizes that, like, they have no information and that Saw's already gone, um, decides that, okay, we got to execute all the refugees now, which is, like, very Empire. Uh, and even that, but that guy actually, like, stands up against, like, Crosshair and is like, you know what? We're not going to, like, we're not going to do yeah, this. Yeah, there's no, no there's, there's right. civilians. They're refugees. Like, right. And uh, then Crosshair kills him, and then basically the rest of the group falls in line following that. Right. And so. And they, like, brutally murder these ones. You hear a flamethrower go off. Like, yeah, that's a little bit. Like, it's pretty dark. It's, like, one of the more darker moments in, like, any of these animated shows thus far. Um, and I, that's why I would say, like, this show, like, some of the dark moments that have been in this, like, in the first episode and obviously, like, with that scene. Right. Um, well, it's I mean, kind of, obviously, it's staying it at a level of, like, right. it's, it's staying at a constant, like, maturity level of, like, some of the mature, more mature arcs of, like, the Clone Wars series. Which there were certain arcs that were much more mature than others. I would say overall, on average, the Clone Wars is a pretty, like, like an adult can watch it and enjoy it and not be annoyed by child humor. Right. Which is, like, not something you can say for Rebels as much. No, yeah, I, yeah, I said that's what I've said about Rebels. I, I just can't watch but it. But this really. show is at a pretty high, like, it's it's yeah. like it's at the higher even level than, like, what the average and, Clone and Wars even one less, is. And even less, because that's the thing. That's why I really enjoyed the second episode. Yeah. And then this episode was good, but it wasn't as good as Even Wrecker's, two. like, humor, which is very much he's the comedic relief. He's yeah. the big guy, like, bumbling, like, kind of, like... Where they use his physicality as right. a humor and the way he talks, um, but his humor is getting been dialed down much more, and it's actually like the lines are hitting much more than they did in the first episode. Well, which it's timed the, better, and exactly. it's not as and often. It's not as often, which was like it was like it was the only, even in the first episode, it was like okay, the first episode bring it was about the bit. only source of levity, right. um, besides like a couple of Omega things and maybe like the food fight, but like, right. but even that he he he, he initiated himself, so. 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best of the three episodes. No, it's the but... worst of the three episodes, but it's not bad. It's not a bad episode. It's not bad. It just it just Again, it felt I have no like idea. I have no idea it felt a little. It felt like they didn't know how to fill half an hour. Inevitably, with a lot of these like animated shows, like I, like the same thing for like Young Justice. I'll say, which Young Justice is a pretty good show. Uh, obviously, different universe. It's a DC show, um, and it's pretty. Like I said, I'd say the maturity level of that show is pretty high as well for like like for an adult to enjoy. Uh, it's not like totally just for kids. Um, but I would say, like, that, uh, I don't know, like, the, I completely lost track of where I was, honestly. Uh, but anyway, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I think the maturity level was pretty good. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, I'm enjoying it. Like, and, oh, I know, my bad. <laughs> this is, this okay. is uh, we're professionals. We do this. So, oh, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, there's certain yeah. episodes, even within, like, a show like that, or within episodes of the Clone Wars, right. where, um, like, inevitably with the cartoons, and especially because cartoons typically have longer seasons. Uh, like, I don't know how many episodes they're supposed to be this season. I don't think I've found that yet. But, uh, I don't think they told us. But either way, like, with cartoons especially, there always ends up being, like, a bit more filler episodes, or at least part of an episode that ends up being pretty filler. Because, like, in this one, I would say, like, half the episode was pretty much filler, and half the episode was actually progressing the plot pretty well forward. Right. And obviously, like, the big thing at the end is the Kaminoans, uh they're very concerned. Uh, they they think they're going to be made obsolete by the empire with this new program. I think that's going to be worse than obsolete. Uh, yeah, more than that. Uh, I think we've obsolete talked about that in the past. Just my, dead. Yeah, my fears. For just the, murdered. I've talked about my fears for the Kaminoans in previous episodes, um, and just because what I know of legends, lore, and a couple things like that. They're going to be the Kaminoanians. Oh my god, that's what they're going to be. That's my <sighs> prediction. I don't think that's a real. Like dramatic. Oh my God! How did he predict that? Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to die because uh, I think. Yeah. Well, like as, you, as we've talked about yeah. before, like he, they're pretty much it's a humans looking only, yeah. you know, uh, empire. Yeah, but the, basically they there's no really no exactly. alien. We don't see, and some of them might have been just it was cheaper to make films that way back in 1977. Not to have that many aliens. But they took that and they developed the culture around the empire. I think to well, some they also, extent. Well, also like I've talked about it before, the reliance that the, the empire yeah. wanted the reliance on the galaxy. And again, right. and here, and like people don't realize like that some of the numbers that when they get thrown around for like yep. the Clone Wars, there wasn't that many clones. Like there wasn't nearly as many clones as you think there were. Like there were like like forty million. Like there was like, millions and millions and millions of battle droids. Like most clones, I think the clones were outnumbered like okay. like like one to ten or something stupid. And there's supposed to be like 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 there was like for every like one clone there was like ten or more battle droids. Like there's only like in certain sources that you read, there's only like four million clones. Like oh, in the entire okay. galaxy. Like it's not like they got billions of them and they got like a hundred million. Like because again, like there's only like there's only like fifteen thousand Jedi. Right. So like and most clones have like a Jedi commander. So like how many of the and not every Jedi's out all the time. Like some had Jedi d- didn't even um, to participate in the war on a okay. moral basis, like there was a behind-the-scenes thing with that, or like more in the background. But uh, well, there's going to be 16 episodes. I just yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you have so 16 have, episodes, they, they, it's and then I think that's that part of the problem that you're going to, gonna, you, you know. But they they they, they want to stretch it out to August, so yeah, exactly. We'll see where we are. So, uh, but yeah, but like I said, okay. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, uh, it's we we still don't know where they're going. Yeah. It, it's we don't. I mean, I it, and that's fine. I don't think I have to yeah. know. But I, at no, the yeah. same time, but it's they, like... They, they, the the Kaminoans yeah. seem like they want to... Yeah, uh, that's going to... I think we're not going to see them much longer. I yeah. think that we're going to see them by halfway through the season. No, I think we're going to get Kaminoans throughout the entire series. Well, they're going to be gone at some point. I think at some point they'll be gone. It might be the end of this season or yes. so, but... The Stormtroopers... 
Okay, the ca- their Camino, laser Camino will fall will, will fall at some point. Yes. But anyway, They're I'm going to take finish the water. my one point that I was making because my random Christian Star Wars fact that I just yes. have plucked in my brain okay. somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, the, so, for instance, like, there's only three million clones, whatever. Okay. And there's, like, I know for a fact in my mind that I've heard this number. There was, like, 25,000, like, Imperial Star Destroyers by itself, like, it, like in the Empire. Right. Which, and, like, they each have, like, 6,000. Or right. something stupid, which I don't know. That well, there are, it, it, again, the Death Star itself had 1.5 million people on it, yes. which is literally like if you say go by the lower number of how many clones there were, that's literally almost half. And there were plenty more like stormtroopers yeah. and pilots and engineers and Empire workers right. that were off the Death Star. If anything, that was only a small fraction of the Empire was on the Death Star. Right. Some of well, the leadership was there, but yeah. like a Super Star Destroyer can have like 100,000 people on it or something stupid. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that's one like of the things. City. That's like, one of the things with Star Wars. I, uh, I, some of the well, so, Super Star Destroyer is classified. I as know. As I just like like a space. Sometimes station. it's like, too it's so big. big. It's like, just too big. Yeah. I understand it's it's fantasy and everything, but it's like sometimes well, again, that's it's the too Empire's, much. Well, that's, that also it's, so the practicality only for the Empire. I would say it gets pretty big because again, the Empire's whole mentality was. Like with clones, every like clone is a, is a, like every clone's probably worth like five stormtroopers. Right. Because the clones are the best um, fighting force we've ever seen in Star Wars on like an individual level. Some of their tech isn't better. Like some of the which we've seen through various things of like actual clone tech going up right. against uh, Empire tech. That um like like we had one series where like on ATAT like a big one was going up against this, one of the six leg walkers and the ATAT kicked its ass despite the fact that it looks a lot weaker because it was like from 1980. Like right. <laughs> right. But uh, but I but like the Empire relied like no none of the Tie Fighters have shields for instance. Well, we, yeah, we've ship, already done. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through that again. Exactly. We've done. We've already covered that. I I mean it just. But they rely yeah, on like the I mean, brute size, right. and then they have we've, like right. We've the, already had the the, yeah. their, the economics of it's exactly. much. We've talked they want to build before. the Empire around depend that you work for the government so you support. And the it government. was more of like you were afraid of the symbolism, which was like the symbolism of the Tie Fighter or the the current armor or a big ass Star Destroyer. Which the Star Destroyers were actually pretty nuts to be fair, like firepower. Wise, like they were pretty. Well, it does OP. one thing. Hmm? It does one thing. Star Destroyers? No, no, I'm no Star I, I, I thought you meant the Death, no, Death Star. Star was only around later, but the Star Destroyers themselves were pretty scary by them. So right. the one Star Destroyer is pretty scary by itself. Until like, an A Wing fighter took one out. Like Star Destroyers could basically destroy a whole planet just by like firebombing. Until the an A Wing fighter like, took it until out. Until an A Wing fighter drives yeah, into the bridge. A guy not even knowing what yeah, he was the doing. The guy who's just crashing. The guy with a bad, the, the biggest, worst helmet took in the history of people. He's wearing a football helmet from 1903. Yeah. That guy. Anyway, that's my little ramble okay. Star Wars for the day. Yeah, it's, we're moving on. So, yeah. All right. So we're going to talk now about Invincible, the Amazon series mm-hmm. uh, that, as Christian mentioned earlier, was renewed for uh, two more two series. More series. And, uh, I feel like it'll get more. It's and a, it's already finished. It's pretty so popular. It's a, I think it was an eight-episode first season. Yeah, I think they dropped them all at once. And yeah, and uh, we were – someone mentioned we should watch it. Yeah, we've had a lot of and we had we That came up several different ways and several different people. So we said, yeah, let's give it a shot. So we sat down the other day. And we decided to watch the first four episodes. Yeah, we'll do a follow-up next week on the and last four. And we'll get uh, to the second half of the season, and we'll just kind of talk about it. So uh, the background's pretty straightforward. It's an, it's a it's another example of just an, one of the many, many universes of superheroes that are yeah. floating around out there nowadays. And they get nowadays. right into it. They don't really bother with, like, There's no origin stories, per se. What's going on? They, 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 they just, they just they they kind just of say it, it casually in conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't need to give, like, some big, like, narration about, like, everything that's going on. So they just kind of push you in. Long story short, there's basically a lead. There's many – there's 
several different leagues of superheroes. Mm-hmm. The main one is the Guardians, oh, The right? Guardians of the Globe. The Guardians is, of the and Globe. And I will say this, like, going forward, and this because this will be, like, a pretty big thing coming up. Uh, this u- universe takes... Oh, first off, the oh, who's the author of the comic? This is the space uh, Kirkland, Robert also... Kirkland, who's also did The Walking Dead. So. Yes. And these, both these comic series had pretty long runs. They actually both ended, I believe, the same year or within a year of each other right. about two years ago. And uh, they both started in the same year as well. So, like, right. he, he dropped two pretty good, like, comic stories that are pretty iconic now, like, within right. the same, like, year. Well, I think that's partly why. Yeah. But you could very much, and it was 2003 when it came out, and uh, you can very much tell that this universe takes a lot of inspiration from DC, I would say. Oh, I would say, whether he's, yeah, I think that. But, but it's not like it's, about, first, I guess ironically, though. The, it's the not global, like, uh, right, no, I don't think it's like he's trying to it's recreate not like those he's, superheroes. It's not like all the stupid, like, no, no, they're purposely of Marvel and DC copying the, each the, other with, like, characters that are basically the same. They're it's purposely like, designing, mm-hmm. developing characters. The, the, the strongest of the superheroes exactly. are all basically the exact same yeah. superheroes like they have War from Woman. the Justice we have League. War Woman, who's basically Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And yeah. there's, like, Flash Guy, Red Speed, or whatever. Like, there's Red Speed, Flash. There's, sure there's like wrong. there's literally an uh, like an Aquaman guy who's yeah. literally just a fish man. He's like, literally he's a literally fish. Just, yeah. There's like a Martian guy yeah. who's like well, there's from Monster Mars, Girl. Like there's the there's... Well, Monster Girls. Uh, we'll get some of them. That that oh, actually once they get to some of the more unique heroes because um right. we'll get to the, well, again spoilers yeah, but, for the well, show. There's Batwing so this, or not this, Batwing? What was he? A bat. Like, he's not it's, bat like, it's basically like a Batman, but he has like a silver surfer yeah. like surfboard. Well, he can he has a lot of tech. Yeah. He just has a lot Night, of tech. Night Surfer? I don't know. Night like, Surfer no, or Dark know, Surfer. No, no he's not like Surfer. That. Surfer wasn't in the name. It was Darkwing. I think it was Darkwing. That's right, yeah. And, but he and, was obviously Batman. And then there um, was the alien that was basically Manhunter. And, yeah, exactly. And and then there's uh, um, Omni-Man. Omni-Man, who's basically like, he's, he's, the, he's this universe. He, he, he's from another planet, but he, but he came here of his own free will, supposedly is his backstory, mm-hmm. to serve the planet. And he's married to a human. Yeah, he kind of woman, acts like a, he, a real he estate agent. Himself, kind of like a yes, like a Green Lantern almost. He's like a Superman, yeah, but like there's but, but kind the, of that aspect. But like of the it, story yeah. that he tells is that he came to protect the planet, which is kind of yes. like every Green Lantern is kind of assigned a planet, yes. right, or a sector or something weird. Like I he's don't know. voiced by J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Oh, this also this show is a nuts voice actor. Well, roster. it's very nice to know that everybody who was on Walking Dead is working. Yes, because pretty much like Abraham, uh, you know, like Steve Young. Yeah. Uh, um, so Steve Yoon and Sandra O oh play his wife and daughter, mm-hmm. the Graysons, which is wife almost and son. A, what did I say? He's a daughter. Wife and son. Obviously, obviously um, the main. We'll get to the main character. Obviously, um, the main you know, character. But is... But Omni Man uh, is a yeah. you know he's the strongest of all the heroes, yeah. and he can pretty much. He doesn't seem to have uh, heat vision, but everything else but he, he seems speed, to have super, super speed, flight, strength, uh, inv- invincibility, and, and all that like, stuff, and um, and obviously that's the premise of the character. I don't think he, don't think he ages as well. I think well, that, he's got he aged somewhat. Well, he went into that. Well, he ages very slowly, at least. Okay, seems, he ages very slowly. Seemingly, like, I think that would make more sense. And anyway, the, and the main character of the show, which uh, is Omni Man and his wife's son, and uh, it is Mark. Is Mark Grayson? Mark is his Grayson. son, who's a teenager, who at the beginning of the episode has not developed his powers. Yeah, he's waiting to develop his yes. powers. Uh, and it has and a very, very Spider-Man-ish, like yes, high was, school setting. Yeah, it, and it's very much like a. First of all, it's cool. he's, a, he's a biracial superhero because uh, yes. mom's, his mom's Asian. And they're they're like, both Asian, yes. And obviously uh, Omni-Man's not Asian. No. But <laughs> he's, no. He's not even from Earth. He's but, well, uh, no. 
but he's obviously he's, like, he's obviously half Asian. Which uh, well, I'm, then I'm always down for the yeah. more diversity and stuff right. like that. But uh, and also, um, so they're waiting for his powers to come in. But his character and his arc very much feels like a mix between like obviously he has Superman's powers, so he's a bit like Superboy. Um, to an extent, although yeah. Superboy's a little bit different. He's a like, cross between, like, I think, like, Spider-Man, because like, he's got the red-haired girl that he kind of likes. Yeah, and, it's kind of a merger between those Yeah, two and then there's the, there's the bully in the school, which is kind of like Flash in the comics for yeah. Spider-Man. There's a lot of stereotypes in this, but they're they're handled very well in, in a kind of refreshing-ish way. Yeah, I guess so. They always throw them on the side. You know, like, they, they kind of throw them off and try to modernize yeah. them a little bit. Um, you know the high schools, you know CWish, and, yeah. and you know like, but that's fine. I'm okay with all that. But by uh, that's, a part, early, that's, a, that's a part of comedy. Yes, that, and early, early within the uh, early within the episode, he starts to develop his powers, and that's really seems to be what the character of Mark's uh, character is about: is that he has powers, yeah. and he's how he's growing into them. He wants them. to be a hero. He wants, he wants to, be to be like, like his, dad. his dad, and and, and he you know, to be proud of he's him, struggling right? between the relationship. It's you know, it's almost like a. It almost has a like a Mr. Spock quality, like this desire to be like what his father is. Like Spock struggles, wants to be yeah. more like a Vulcan, but he has the he has this emotional tie to his mother, which is you know yeah. uh, illustrated in you know several different Star Trek. Uh, yeah. in, 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 so it's got a kind of like that a feel to it. Kind of reminded me of that a yeah. little bit. So the first episode you is know, very much like. Like He's it's a lot heavily of like, influenced by his mother. It's, yeah, it's explaining his mother. It's a, like a little bit of like learning his powers. Right. Um, we get introduced like really quick. Like it seems like you're like the Guardians of the Globe are going to be main characters. You're going to see a lot of them. I think that's opening, why the opening scene is literally is with the them Guardians fighting, of the saving the White House, the White House yes. from like yeah. two random like I think they're clone yep. brothers or something. They're like blue, and uh, and Omni Man's there. Omni Man's not a member of the Guardians of the Globe because he's right. pretty independent. It's but, the uh, Mauler twins. Yeah, and then you also meet like this other character. Who kind of seems to be like, like a director of like a secret agency? It seems like yes. Uh, and I forget who he's voiced by, but uh, Walter Groggins. Oh, Walter Groggins, Groggins yeah. Groggins. Walter. And he kind of looks like Walter Groggins as well. The, yeah, a little the, the bit. The guy they, they, they drew him like. Yeah, but he's kind of like a Nick Fury. What he would look like, like in thirty years. He's yeah. not. He everybody he's knows like him. A Nick Fury everybody knows Amanda him from Waller. Justified yeah, and yeah. Uh, the he's Hateful been a lot Eight. Of, he was in Ant Man of the Wasp. He was on the Shield. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of things. But know? yeah, he, he's kind of like an Amanda Waller, like yeah. Suicide Squad, like Nick Fury type of guy. Yeah, like yeah, where he kind of doesn't. He doesn't run. He like he kind of runs the Gardens of the Globe seemed like like it seemed like he was in charge of the gardens of the globe yeah he works out of the white out of the uh, like kind of like Pentagon. a nick fury like assembled like yeah, the avengers yeah, he definitely. like assembled like yeah. the gardens of the globe and uh but anyway the first episode's like pretty simplistic it's kind of like mark learning his powers to an extent um he like it's him fighting a little bit of crime because he just wants something to punch basically right right uh it's him and his dad like getting a little bit more close and you nothing's wrong throughout the entirety of this episode until the last until few the moments. end where Omni Man literally, and again, big spoilers. Well, this. I mean, if you already know, yeah, I mean, like it's it's self evident at this point. Right, he murders all of the Guardians of the Globe, yes. and then like, and then frames like fakes like himself getting hurt as well. Right. Well, he was. They were they were being up on him, but I think that like he literally I think, he fakes he I fakes, think he fakes the, the injury pretty. Yeah, he like, fakes, I think it's entirely. I think fake, he's faking the a, coma. Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. Um, well, I mean, and it's, we don't know, obviously we don't know yet, even four yeah. episodes in what's going on. Yeah, but anyway, we're, we're starting um, to, as the story's going on, it's obviously something's not quite right about Omni-Man, uh, whether it's like his own mental state or within like or something this bigger is just what he does. to his race. Yes. Like, like the Viltrin, Viltrians or whatever, is that it? Yeah, something like or that. Or the Viltrinites or one of, the, one of those two. Yeah. 
Um, so it's I'm I'm like I said like I have my thoughts and predictions going forward. I've never I've never read the comic series. I never even heard of the comic series before this um right. the show. Uh, so like I'm kind of going in blind, which is a nice change for once. Right. Well, what they start to introduce in the second episode is um kind of like a lesser team yeah. of superheroes, kind of like the Teen Titans. They're almost yeah, they're like a Teen Titans ripoff. Teen and, Force, and they, and, and, and they and, mock that other force that yeah, like yeah. the, the like, other, yeah, that force sucks. They're, yeah. yeah, they're terrible or something. Yeah, and then it turns out that the one girl is like, like also Adam goes Eve. To school. Adam Eve goes yeah. to a school and she's red haired like Mary Jane, and but he, has but he already she has, has a crush on you know the African American girl and. You know, so there's a lot of yeah, that. A little bit of like high school. And then he, but she, he ends up meeting the other and a and to bunch be fair, of younger to be, heroes. To be fair and, too, you know, uh, I would say that these guys have much more unique powers. Actually, yeah, yeah their their characters are more interesting because they're unique. Yeah, like, I, like although she's got a lot of she's got a lot of Scarlet Witch's stuff. You know, she has a unique design. Like she has, yeah, like a, right. Um, like. Unique-ish person. What's it? Well, it makes like fireworks. It seems yeah. Well, like. the, the, the explosions. The, like, the, the, the one that does. What's the girl? The one name? like transforms into like multiple like. Yes. Duplicate. Duplicate. Yeah. yeah Which duplicate's is a, pretty clever, good. It's clever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's we and I don't think I've robot, seen that. We've really not, not clever, seen that before. Robot's, robot's just robot. Well, we're, I feel we're going to find out robots something different than we realize. I think robot is again. We get to that towards the end of the last. Yes, into, we but, start to sense that. Uh, voiced by Mr. Spock himself. Yeah, Zachary Leonard, Quinto. No, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, not, yeah. not Leonard Nimoy. What am I talking well, he's, about? He's no Leonard Nimoy is no longer with us. Uh, rest in peace. Thanks for bringing that up. Sorry, fam. Too soon. <laughs> too, it's been like four years. It doesn't like matter. Five too soon. years, six years. <laughs> he's not really dead as long as you remember. Fair enough. That's what they said to start the end of Star Trek Two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, no, but I mean, there's it's it's. It's good. I I, I I think it's going to ramp up. It's and be really. It, good I hope so because four. it kind of was like okay, let's get to it. I do. I like. Da- I like uh, Damien Darkblood. That, I like that character. Well, that's a like lot. a weird like Hellboy Constantine. Mix, yes, like yeah. Like. A lot of characters by Clancy be- Brown. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, I love Clancy. Yeah, he, he does it well. He's the greatest voice actor of all time. But yeah, obviously, he's like a weird. He has a, his SpongeBob. Like, his character's pretty unique. Although I think it's kind of like a mix between like just Hellboy because he looks like Hellboy. He looks like Hellboy, and, but he's kind of a bit well. He's more a like, demon from hell. Yeah, but he's also a bit more like Constantine. Yeah, like kind of. Yeah, so they but, just uh, they merged. They merged. Merged a couple been, more. There's a lot of characters that are kind of merged. Yeah, and, there's a like, lot of like, that. Even like what's his name is like Spider Man and Superman together, like Invincible. Sure, like that's like his. It's like that's what I would describe. Yeah, it. he's half Spider Man, half Superboy. Yeah, he, he tries to quip. He's not very good, but he, like, he right. tries to quip. He's young. He's dealing with the high school thing, but he has the powers of Superman. Well, and he's he's does he just wants to live up to his father, and mm-hmm. so I mean, there's there's a lot. There's so many things that we can talk about that that kind of happen. Yeah. Uh, what's really to, going on? Yeah, like dark he one, he's definitely. He's definitely very tied to his humanity. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're um, setting him up as like a very caring person who wants to do good and yes. wants to be better. Uh, he doesn't always do better because there's a couple. Of, again, he well, he's not really good at what he does. He gets yet. his axe kicked quite a bit. Yes. Um, so he's not really invincible. But some of the, like I said, they have to do with the Martians at one point in one episode, which is yes, like... Yes, these guys keep coming through portals and... No, and, no, no, that's a different thing. But oh. they actually had a pretty interesting, like, con... That episode was pretty good. That was, like, the first episode we got to see, like, the... The, 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 the team, team force, team, team. team, team, or whatever, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. Which, um... And so, like, these 
aliens keep coming through these different portals. But they exist on a different time. Yeah, but the dimension they come from has like quicker time. So when they go into over to our their dimension, like they age super super quick. And each time they come back, they come back three times. They keep trying to adjust new technology, like (laughs) so they to like resist the time stream. And like even the last time they come back, or the second to the last time they come back. Um, they they even have weapons to deal with like the teen team that were like right. more suited to take on each member's abilities because they have right. they've had decades in their own dimension right. when it's been three days in like yes. um, where the universe they're in so I thought that was pretty clever and then we finally get a sense in that moment because Omni Man shows up to save them and then they all then he kind of says dad and then they were like oh my god Omni Man's his dad. Oh, uh, and then, oh and, yeah, I forgot about this. So then he actually goes through one of the portals. And he genocides And he pretty much destroys and kills everybody on the planet that yeah. was coming through he the portal. He spends God know how long there. We don't know how long there. he spent Because, there. again, the time thing, and again, like it was probably like, like I said, like he came back for dinner that night. Right. But in that dimension, it's probably like a decade. So he spent a decade there we, genociding the planet. Yes, we don't know how long it was. He but spent a decade sure. genociding the planet. Sure. He literally well, looked older when he came I don't, back. I don't like, know if, well, he grew a beard, so or a thicker beard. He but, was literally just like ramming through buildings and like right. murdering. He, was, like, yeah, he looked person, like, uh, like Captain Marvel. Sure, yeah. You know, like, well, yeah. no, remember when she flew through the ship and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. They had I that kind mean, of yeah. quality to it, so... Mm-hmm. He literally drops like a like a like a boulder or whatever like on the but it seems to be like the last three like people on the entire planet like yeah. it's nuts like it's incredibly dark. Also, this show has I, I think very good use of gore. Okay, um, it's a very because not every single thing in this show is gory. No, but there's they, been their moments they, where they've had it. But like for instance, like there was no gore. And, and they had a couple fights before this as well. There was no, like, super gory scenes of people, like, before Omni-Man literally, like, murders the... Uh, Vince, so, like, it's so when Invincible was fighting, he ended up getting some blood, a little bit of blood. Oh, yeah, but blood's, blood's nothing. But I'm talking about, like, literally, like, their brain got punched through and, no, like, like, their well, brain he was squeezes on the, wall, the one guy's... But he crushes his head and, you, yeah. like, it pops. Right, like, right. like, really creepy, like, his eyeballs on the he ground. He puts his hand... He puts his fist really right through somebody, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely, like, yeah. pretty gory, yeah. So. But yeah, but but that I said they made use good use of it because again there was nothing super. No, it's not over the top. There was nothing super bad until that. And it episode. seems actually yeah. what's good about it is it seems so, appropriate. Yeah, exactly. So when so when it he seems finally plausible. does take out right. that yes. that grove, which again that's what Superman's powers would do to people. Yeah, it wouldn't be so clean like it is in DC a lot of the time. It would literally just be like he'd punch them and they'd explode. Right. Like, uh, like but, well, that's but, your but brother's I, criticism with so Superman. Much, he's too powerful. Yeah, exactly. They, they, he always so has more. to fight somebody like Brainiac Which is or why something. It's cool because... when they do these alternate universe things, like whether it's like an Injustice style um, right. DC story where Superman's evil. Where like, what if these powers are in the hands of someone who's not like? Well, so and that's sure that's really good. the premise of this story that Cecil uh, Stedman. Well, is, people are starting to pick up that. Like, well, no, I feel like they have thought about this for a while because they've been keeping. Bad guys and aliens in jails. You could, they've got a whole bunch of guys in storage. Yeah. They they try to, yeah. I mean, and I'm I not, and I'm not convinced that we know for sure if all the guardians are actually dead. Uh, well, they said they were all dead. But they said it, but we didn't see yeah, any bodies. And then 
Flash, Red Flash, I mean, or Red Fast Guy. I mean, they all look pretty dead. Yes, but remember... And, I mean, you saw what remember, I saw, right? But remember that crew shows up, and they put the one guy's head on a machine. That and, might be the only guy that I think... Well, I'm wondering if they're setting it up that that technology and everything that they're doing is either a clone or whatever. That's, remember the one guy's cloner? No, no, I think... The, here's the... I think And they let, go, they let the cloner guy go. No, no, I think that's a separate. No, what I think that is is robot. The um, robots okay, working. So robot gets. Not he's works working for Cecil. for Cecil, and Cecil has robot release him. Uh, does Cecil have him release, or does robot do it himself? I think we, robot does it himself. Somebody commands robot to do it. Okay, I thought robot did it himself. We don't know enough about robot. We sense that there's my more thought, to robot than we realize. Robot was he's AI, obviously. Right. Uh, so my thought was when I when I saw that, maybe I missed something, and I'm just blanking. Um, I thought he let the clone guy out because he wanted to learn how to clone. Because he has here. Because again, the team yes. he has he's assembled a team of heroes. It's a couple people that were on the teen team and a couple of new heroes. It's a guy that used to be on the go the Gardens of the Go, but he gave he lost up his, his powers. powers. Yeah, he gave and up his then powers he now he's a, a mega suit. And then there's like Monster Girl, who's literally like her power is she's a little she's a little, she, she turns into Hulk. Um, like when she gets angry or whatever, she turns. She has a curse that turns her into a big monster that can beat the hell out of people. But every time she does it, she she, she goes. She does a Benjamin Button and she ages down. Right. So she's twenty four, but she looks like she's fourteen. Right. So eventually she's going to be in diapers. So, but again, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, tension between these people. Like they wanted they, don't they wanted like, well, what's to join. Her, well, what's her face quits yeah. because her boyfriend Rex Blow or whatever his name is. You know, is dating had sex with three and of the three of the duplicates. All three of the duplicates. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but there's a lot of tension on this team, especially between like Rex is not a yeah, a, and Black a Samson doesn't team. like anybody that's exactly. For sure. So he's th- there's definitely I I'm gonna put but in I a I'm gonna put in a light prediction mm-hmm. that the cloner thing and robot and even Cecil and the fact that that what's his face is Russian the the Russian, Russian speedster's wife I didn't get to see him and I think that is a I think that some of that crew. Is is somewhere deep within some facility, and they're either going to clone them, or they're going to somehow they're 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 maybe not all of them, but some of them that. may come back. I just, but also, I think it was more of I don't think I don't know if because again like that, that guy seemed to have some weird like cell. It seemed like in himself that he was right. able to clone, but because um, again, robot didn't. They didn't do anything with him. They just watched him, like, clone himself. Basically, it seems like to learn how to clone someone. Right, because he's got a machine to do it. Exactly. So ro- I think Robot's doing it because, like, his AI is like, okay, I need to make the perfect team. And, like, I don't think he, I don't think Robot would be privy to the knowledge that those team members uh, survive. True. So, but I, so I think it's like, okay, I really want Rexplode's powers, but he's a dick. So what if I can create a better version of him that will listen to me? Maybe. So I think it's just like his mental – I think it's just his AI. It doesn't work. So right. I, th- I think – I don't think that's a big storyline. I think that's like a storyline that's building up to like him being right. a villain okay. one episode maybe that Invincible's going to have to deal with. Because, again, they wanted Invincible to join the team, which, which again, his, his dad doesn't even join the team. So his dad's not going to let him join. Right. And uh, – and then Adam and, e- Adam and Eve won't do it either because right. – and they they seem to be like the two main heroes that we're going to follow. Okay. Uh, Adam Eve and uh, Invincible, like she's kind of like – not a sidekick, but like his – like kind of his best hero friend it seems like at this point. Right. Okay. And then we got so – so she kind of – he kind of has like his hero buddy and then he kind of has like uh, his best friend and now his like kind of girlfriend. Right. Like uh, they've set up a little bit. Well, there's obviously some tension there and they're going to – 
address it eventually. Yeah. All right, so here's what I wanted to talk about. And I know you haven't seen this, so I'm not going to yeah, do any spoil spoilers. So I know what you're going to tell me. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about was the similarity between Invincible, Invincible, and The Boys, which is uh, also a series and uh, which is based on a comic book mm-hmm. uh, of the same name. So they're very yeah, similar. They're about, they're about to do season They're, they're basic. Uh, the Boys, of course, is also on... Is that Amazon? Or is was the boys it on... Amazon? I think the boys is Amazon as well. They're, uh, they're both on Amazon Prime. And the boys is obviously not an animated series. It's live action. And it's a very similar premise. Again, both based on comics uh, and... Br- brutal reimaginings of the superhero genre is kind of what I described, right? Uh, it's trying to... Where, where Vincible and the boys differ... Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's let me let well, me talk boys, a little bit. From what I know well, let me boys. well let me talk about because yeah. I've watched it. Yeah, and I've watched exactly. both seasons. So first of all, let's start with the fact that I'm going to tell you as much as I'm enjoying Invincible, the boys is better. That's my first premise. Okay. Okay. And, and you haven't seen it, so, so we can argue about this down the road. Because the cast again, it's live action, mm-hmm. and so we're seeing a lot. Okay, you, you like live action. More I, than I live action more than animation, and they've been able to do. Well, it. I can take or leave either. Carl Urban as Carl Urban is just great. I haven't seen and bad and and Urban. the bad guys and everybody. So let me just go through it a little bit. So what I like about the boys is if you. Think of bo- the boys. If you think of superheroes, mm-hmm. if if we suddenly had superheroes on Earth right now, um, what would it look like? Yeah. And it really would end up looking like they're movie stars or professional athletes. They would have agents. They would have endorsement deals. They would be in movies. Yeah. They would be. They would have products. And that's really a big premise of the boys mm-hmm. that the whole industry of superheroes. And the teams and everything that that exists is commercialized. is commercialized and controlled by like conglomerates. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that we see, um, the you know the team do. Yeah, but that doesn't feel that similar. Um, to, no, no, I'm saying I, what I, I, I is much more from a government. Yeah. The government. Do really, people have actual powers in the boys. They all have powers. Are they actually like actually most like, of them have like metahuman. Most of them are metahuman powers. Okay. Like everybody is. There's not it's a not lot like, of. It's not like kick ass. They're not. They're. It's not like kick ass. Nobody has powers. They're, they're. They're all. They all have powers. Okay. Uh, we. I. You know. So. So you really have. You know. Um, yeah. So they're more like mutants in a sense, okay, or yeah. you know that type of thing. But really, what you what it comes down to is again, they, there's a more of a corporate corruption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, government falls in line with what the government, with and these companies want. Of, and tell me if I'm wrong because it's but, more about the money. Yeah, but tell me if I'm wrong. But the boys obviously is like, obviously it's very st- it's very like steeped in like what you said. Like uh, it's like what would happen if right. people actually but, did exist? Which it's a very very like an iPhone I've heard of it. It's a right. very good like. Uh, like observation, I would say, right. of like what would, would actually happen. Which again, that's what I exactly think would happen. From what I've heard, but also the show touches upon like more. Like I said, the, the Invincible feels a lot more like DC fantasy. Yes, in my mind, where that feels like very, very, very steeped in reality. It's um, very. They try to, to make to it what it would be. Besides right, the right, powers, right, obviously, right. No, but I mean, but but the main premise is though, and it's also that, more political that we have some superheroes that are not really. Good people. Uh, they're not good like people. So, like, like, like celebrities. So, for example, the Deep, which is their version of Aquaman, he pretty much convinces this girl to give him a, you know, yeah. a BJ. And, you know, and he ends up getting in trouble for it down the road. But there's a, they, they like all what, have a lot of. Bill Clinton? 
It's <laughs> kind of that thing. Well, if you want to be on the team, you know, like oh, you got to take really, one. It's, for, it's like another it's, hero. It's, it's sexual. Right. It's basically like it's very much what mm, the cancel okay. culture is about now for people that make women do things that they and it and it exactly, changes yeah. that character a lot. And and so, it, yeah, that's what I meant. Like uh, right. the boys, but it's also a got, lot of it's modern also, day mm, issues like right. nationalism, which right. eventually comes around with a lot of things that I've right. heard, and obviously like so, uh, cancel culture and commercialization right. and capitalism and all these like certain things that are like based in modern day issues. Right. So th- you get into a lot of that. You, you get in a lot of um, you get into a lot of the yeah. of and it is and it has the. Um, so how would you say this is similar to. Uh, well, because I think it's it's that there's an understanding, first of all, is the main two characters, the two most powerful people yeah, they do have very on the story. earth are really terrible people. Mm-hmm. So Homelander, who's the Superman ish type character, yeah. is a. Terrible, 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 terrible guy, mm-hmm. and um, he literally lets people die at in at a, at a key moment in the series. He doesn't. We don't see him really necessarily murder a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Not like we certainly saw with um, with Omni Man. Yeah, but they're both basically um, not what the public thinks they are. Omni Man has that big speech that he gives. Yeah, and uh, you know this, and and basically, uh, Patri- what's his name? What did I? I forgot Homelander. his name. Homelander gives a very similar speech in a different circumstance, and he's the all American American Pie guy. Yeah, he's like nationalist. He's he's, like, right? he's yeah, and, and there's a lot of thing where he wants, he you know they want to get government funding. So there's a lot more political mm-hmm. stuff yeah. with it than than Vincible. So I'm not going to say that they're exactly the same. Um, but they both take this idea of what would you do with these corrupt superpowers, you know, these huge superpowers, and 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 what, instead the hero in this is not a superhero. The hero in this is a guy who who loses his girlfriend because basically their version of the Flash literally runs physically right through his girlfriend mm. because he's you know he's yeah. he's taking a. He's taking a medicine, like a basically a, a drug that makes that gives him the superpowers, that enhances the superpowers. So there's okay. like a steroidy thing kind of thing going on, with it. And, and there's like a undercurrent thing of the government trying to control the pill. But it, it, it obviously that's different. But it 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 takes this concept as you're talking you're more talking about like kind of the yeah. You're talking about kind of the main, like Omni Man versus and Homeland. I, like you're Homeland, talking about from that yes, angle yes. of like what happens when the most powerful person right. is. Not like Superman, which is like when most comics like a series, even within like Marvel, the most powerful people are usually like uh, is usually a hero, right? Um, or especially in DC, the most popular. <laughs> but everybody hero. thinks these guys are heroes, exactly. So it's like a very much, mm-hmm. so it's like almost scandaly. It's like it takes on a scandal because right. again, this seems and let's assume like both and, mysteries unfolding. Yes, so both of them, it has to at some point with it because obviously uh, the the boys have already finished their two seasons; they're doing a yeah, third season. And and they you know they're kind of moving forward with it and there's a lot of you know and I and, and again, I don't want to say any more about the series but so yeah. they're, very, they're very they're very similar the they're definitely very similar and I think it's a cool discussion to have but it's definitely yeah. you know it's definitely got the same this I I like I like both concepts let's put it that way I obviously I feel like I'm more of a fan right now of the boys but I've also well, watched two seasons well, of the boys and there were some moments there with the boys I I feel like the boys really. And maybe that's what's going to happen with Invincible for us is that as it gets a, maybe episode five, episode six, seven, we get to seven, eight. Clearly, they believe in the series an awful lot mm-hmm. because well, I mean, they've it's, already it's got it for rave two reviews yeah. and everyone loves it. And it's yes. been really good rate, like obviously views, viewership numbers and yeah. everything. So, yeah. 
So yeah, I like I expect I expect the show to get both are incredibly both these yeah. shows are incredibly well cast. And I'm we probably going to start watching the boys soon. I'm about to just yeah. This I mean, um, I'm going to start watching a bunch of stuff soon because yeah. I'm finally done with school for the semester. So, so yeah, definitely. I mean, I think they both are. They're definitely again both shows are worth if you like. This concept of superheroes. Yeah. You like different viewings of the yeah. super, especially if you're like kind of sick or something like DC or Marvel, which occasionally like you get bored with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, well, I don't usually, but <laughs> but like say you're sick of those two, like the two big the big dogs, and well, then give someone else yeah. a chance. Well, it's an interesting you brought that up because I I everybody not everybody but several people told me I should watch the boys, mm-hmm. and I I started the, I watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. And deals with a lot with grief, and the because the guy loses his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and Simon Pegg plays his father, and his father's really just a nobody. Just let's yeah. just watch TV and have a TV dinner, and it's a kind of a cliche. And he just wants more from his life. He works in a terrible job, mm-hmm. and he gets involved uh, with with Carl Urban's character, um, and it really takes off from this there. guy has no powers. He has no powers. He's a regular guy. Lost his girlfriend. And and a lot of the people Carl, that are going Carl up, the people that are going up against Carl Urban does not have powers. He's a CIA agent who has a similar backstory. Oh, okay. I don't give any more information, but it gives is a similar backstory to um, the the stars, the, the the hero of the show, the kid. Oh, okay. Who's you know just teens, yeah, twenty years old. But like, so, uh, but uh, like much like kind of like the Guardians of the Globe, a lot of the boys' characters are very much like purposeful. Ripoffs of other now both DC yeah and I mean Marvel there's Aqu- there's right? the Aquaman guy there's the Flash guy there's the Superman guy because even the character the I know super, that, there's that the Jensen Wonder Ackles Woman is, guy yeah, exactly yeah like even Star Girl that, mm-hmm. Star Girl is very much like a Supergirl yeah, yeah she's got a lot of like she's probably potentially we're gonna find out I think we get season three yeah. probably could probably is the only character that can probably take down okay. Homelander okay. and I think that's coming. I think that'll be like at some point. So these are kind of all like darker, like more controversial, like a yes. little more gray area. But there are, but, but, but not all the heroes are bad. Okay, like the, and and but a little bit more based in reality, a little more yes. seedier based gray area realities yes. of some of these, like more like because a lot of them have the same powers, obviously. Is like you mentioned the Flash guy. Uh, I think even Jensen Ackles, who's coming in to play, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's coming in to play kind of like a Captain America y right. type character, which that's what they literally described him as. Like, right. as the character right, he's right, going right. to play. No, definitely. But yeah, I'm it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely going to be, um, and they even are talking about doing a spinoff. Um, I, I dislike spinoffs when they go on. They're doing a spinoff, and I, um, it's, it's a G Men spinoff. Um, and it basically has something to do with. Um, um, like a superhero games. college or something like that. Oh, I think it's going to be. Dumb. I think the com. There's a comic that it's. Oh, okay. It's like the same. You know, it's like the same comic. Yeah, like writer yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's fine then. Um. Oh, I, I won't give anything. I won't. I got. That's not true. I will shit on things before I see them. But I was about to say I won't shit on things before I see them, but I definitely will. So yeah, I mean, and 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 I. But I mean, I think what what's good for us is that what I think what's all good for all these things is mm-hmm. I don't want the genres to. We we talked about this thing in a previous episode. We worry about the genre getting tired. Yeah, and if Which as long as you're and, and when that's why yeah. we liked that's why we liked the Watchmen because it's another take on it oh, and. Yeah. 
And and, I, and we don't. I don't just have to live with a Superman universe or an Iron Man universe. And watch, but Watchmen was really cool in and of itself. Uh, we'll do a Watchmen show at some point as well. Because Watchmen, I thought was going to be just like an adaptation. When I first then they first announced it was going to be on HBO, I thought they were just going to do an adaptation of the original comic. But no, like uh, no, they did a continuation they did a continu- of the comic. They did like almost a sequel. Series sequel that, to the comic, not to the movie. Yeah, exactly to the comic series, which was like very interesting, and it was like it was very fitting and very w- good. And like, well, what I thought was great about it was the politics of it. I think yeah. that they really like they nailed the nailed it on the head with the politics and with like the, well, the, the cops wearing masks. Well, um, because, and like, and the, the 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 slaughter of um, the police. So like the police department got no the historical the ref the historical one. Yeah, that's the reference to Houston. Oh yeah! Oh, with the Tulsa, the Tulsa massacre, the Tulsa yeah, thing. I'm sorry. Under- my apologies, but my, that's the problem. I, I guess my apologies are that I am. I forgot the name of it because it's not something that we talk about. Because no, the U.S. whitewashes it, like the white. And, 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 and I'm not is, trying to get political. I don't like getting political. No, no, but, but the I US think whitewashes a lot of its history. Well, and that's and I that's why I think it's an important series because it it took that historical event and pretty much left it the way it was. No, it's very. But besides adding one character that becomes important, like, right? But not, they took they took an historical they took a historical event and they expanded upon that historical event because even this little and then added it within the context of super. Exactly, because even this little and I love when they do that with superheroes. I always like when they tie. We're able to tie. Well, that's what we when we talked about the X Men. We like that it was tied into the which is not historical events, but at least it's like inspired by. Right, and even like some of the X Men movies, I like how certain um, certain ones are tied in with like say like. like I would, like in uh, first class, well, it's tied right. in with the Cuban Missile Crisis, Cuban crisis uh, and... the end of the Vietnam War, and like right. the second one. So all these different like, uh, I like when they do that kind of stuff. So. Right, I, I think that's an. Cool and again, uh, Watchmen like did, to even like mention Watchmen. The little capacity we did feels wrong because Watchmen just that show is just so good. Um, again, like everything like at HBO, but the fact that like it lived up to like the original Watchmen comic in and of itself, and was a worthy successor to one of the greatest comics. Of all time, but even, right. but in like live action form, like is pretty nuts. Like, no, I mean, I, if you didn't see it, I mean, that's another one. If and you, if, so many things you didn't see coming. In that and series. here's the funny, another one of those mysteries unfolding right. as you watch it, sort of thing. Which we is, didn't like, really know where it was it. headed, which was pretty cool. And here's what I want to say about all of these: um, if you're, if you just like, if you're as a listener, if you listen, listen to our podcast, what I will say is that I am a guy that traditionally. Um, and I go back to you on this. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the reasons why I think ge- we talk generationally a lot. I'm a guy that wants my Superman to just be. I don't want like a controversial Superman. Mm-hmm. I, I and as I've grown older and I've gotten a little, I, I like now that we can do these kind of non-traditional things. Mm-hmm. And I like them more than I ever think I would. I would have liked them say 30 years ago. Yeah, push the barrier. Thing. Well, and I think because maybe my tastes have changed. But or maybe it's just the storytelling so your, good, or like the, the, that, that's a one thing as well. With some of these shows, like the, with Invincible, with the Boys, with uh, Watchmen, uh, with the thing, with all these things, the storytelling is just so good, which you can tell by just the rave reviews they've got from most fans and critics. The only people that dislike a lot of these things are people that are just like hate on things because like they think it's forced diversity or it's like forced like against their politics. Or like, why do we have to have an evil Superman? Yeah, or, like why can't Superman's Watchmen a good for, guy? Like or Watchmen, for yeah. instance, got a ton of hate just because it was like highlighting like like 
black issues, basically. A lot of it well, and, was, and, and even like just, right. just people quiet. with too much power having too quiet. much, be able like, to do whatever they want mm-hmm. kind of things. And I think that that is – Or that, is pandering, which was like right. somehow any, dealing with anything revolving around like the, some of the racist history of our country is somehow just pandering and like is smearing the good name of the United States. It's like, no, it's like acknowledge your mistakes so you can actually change them. But, and you're so. right, and then we, we talk about – and it's not just – there's a lot of things to get whitewashed in history mm-hmm. um, or just – By every country as well. It's not just an explicitly no, no, but US I mean, thing. Right. Um, every country is it covers in their in their own history books writes the story like they came out either better than well they history they would say they would say they do the same right. thing in England for instance like Turkey doesn't even acknowledge that they like genocided the Armenians like for instance and like it's very clear the rest of the world acknowledges it basically it's basically a historic fact yet, right yet uh, and that's not like calling any Turkish citizen or like right. they they weren't there like well we don't want to get. But I, I don't want to get I don't want to get political about it. But I think you're right. I think that it's important that um, we can only grow as a culture is that when popular culture, uh, music, has to take on film, issues. television, mm-hmm. whatever, they have to address these things. It makes issues us talk. Don't, it makes don't us go have away this opportunity, right? And and it makes us have a conversation, and it creates a conversation. And and I like that whether it's uh, what we talked about in previous episodes with you know Falcon Winter Soldier, it, it's they're all a lot of the same issues. Yeah, you can't you when know you, when you look away from an issue, whether it's like xenophobia or racism or homophobia or so many so many things like this. Right, it does you ignoring it doesn't weaken their to an extent in some capacity it does weaken their power. But also when you leave when when you take your eye off something is when that thing has the potential to reach a dangerous threshold, in right. my opinion. So you need to address them, whether it's through media or through what, what, what are the media, what, especially just to try to change the minds and the hearts and the souls of the consensus. Right. But media sometimes, like in the film industry, television industry, sometimes drops the ball. They do it wrong ball. sometimes. They do it they, wrong They do it lot. wrong sometimes because they find a way, they try to do something, but they do a do it completely wrong, they, they, uh, so they just again, bug I'm not, everybody. I'm not some like like uh, no. Hollywood's so good and they no, do nothing you're not. wrong. Uh, no, like, but but like Hollywood needs to do these things. Well, and, like, like they have great examples of this, like with like with Watch with with, with Watchmen, especially, and with um. Right. I know a lot of the nationalism stuff that goes into uh, the boys, the, the boys, which is, again is very fitting because of the, considering the rise of nationalism in a right, lot of countries right. around the world right now. Um, but yeah. like so, like again, you need to like they, some of these issues need to. Be Where Hollywood blows it is when they go and when they, they randomly take a, cast a character. Where they take a character and they change it. Like for instance, I seen a Scooby Doo thing, and I don't know if this is true. I just saw it on TikTok where it was like where Fred was like Hispanic, Velma was like black, and like there was just like this weird thing. Like these, like just make a new show. Just make a new show. Just like why can't you just make a new I don't show? Care. And I and characters. I'm gonna go. They're just fake characters yes. anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, but like also the designs right. of the characters were all horrible. Well, like it, it, we know who Fred is. Like so to change it just to change it silly. Just create yeah, new that would, characters. That's never going to work. Like, right. And, a, a and, black, and, and I, I don't black, care. Is a so black, black Superman. Is a so black let's say you want to do Black yeah. Superman. Then fine. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Kal El can't be black. I don't even care because he's from Krypton. I don't even care if Kal El is black. I, I, don't, I don't care. care. That doesn't to me. He's that doesn't matter. He's not but, even human. But the, right. But there are some people. No, he's from Kansas. He could be blue. He's blue. He could be green. He could be so come up. But well, I to avoid the, that though, America thing so, well. so you can tell the story. Just yeah. don't do that. Like like if you want to have 
Well, we need to have, and here's a completely different one. Yeah. We need to have a woman James Bond. No, we don't. Well, that's the, we, no, just we, need, don't, no. we just need a great female super agent. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be 009 for like, all I, like I care. There was a movie a couple years ago with Charlie Theron. Yeah, like, like, Atomic Blonde was yeah, pretty Atomic good. Yeah, Atomic Blonde's a great movie. It's pretty good. And, like, it's just, and, and you know what? We are or, starting or to grab a badass female character in yeah. the James Bond movie, which I think that one agent that they're introducing probably will be. Great. Like, so let her, I'm hoping at the end of the movie that she stays, if she's she like says to her, or she can be 007. I don't care if she keeps the number. She's just not James Bond. No. She's a different... And now, if you just say James Bond just a code name, but you can't do that now because he can't be... He can't be... She James Bond can't be a code not name. In, not in the current setup. Thing. No, just because we already... Because like he has his grave. And, like, we already know that. We know that he's a, his last name really was James Bond. Yeah. And I don't... I can't remember if that's like appropriate the, or not. Like the Superman thing. But like if Superman he says... If, if, if he walks... Yeah. If James Bond walks with in the movie and says, I hope you take care of my number or some cheesy line like that yeah. i'm fine with that let her take over the role of james of, of 007 just not james Bond. and what i like what i've heard about Homer. and let her work with q and yeah, let exactly. her work with m and everybody else but yeah. she's her name's karen or whatever the character's name is going to yeah. be i don't really want her name karen, is. karen just create a new character yeah, and back, or a back character the, that's the, in the same wait, universe real quick, real quick. back to the superhero stuff though yeah. i like the concept of homelander from what i've heard about him because homelander is what a lot of idiots think like <laughs> And then I'm going to go like off here. Homelander is what a lot of idiots think like Superman is and think what Captain America is, which he's not. Most comics like – like there's actually probably way more comics of Captain America or Superman standing up to the U.S. government. Than there's there some is. of that. Like, there's it's a lot not- of- it's Superman believes he's not just like this. Blind Superman doesn't patriot. work. He's not for the, a blind. He's patriot. not a blind patriot, and, and 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 neither is Captain America. Exactly. And Superman is much more about trying to be a symbol for of good. World. He wants to be a symbol of the good, and he's called out in the comics and even in the films to some extent. Um, when America is not doing what they should do, mm-hmm. he's supposed to inspire Captain people. As well. The the reason why America arcs where he takes the right, like the, the reason why they no send him to Earth is because they want him to be an inspiration for the mm-hmm. people of Earth. Yeah. he can help them. That's the vision of Superman. Of obviously, just why he sends his only son. Exactly. That's in the seventy seven movie or seventy eight movie. It's in the newer film. It's it's in the comics that be an inspiration for these people. You, you know, your heart is pure, and it's kind of kind of like that Thor quality, yeah. where your heart is pure, and and obviously there's times where he goes off the rails a little bit, and he yeah. should because we all you know we all have those moments where we go off the rails. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Well, we we fixed the world. We, we fixed all, the world today. If everybody just listens to us. Yeah, we would. Again, we're going to get into a little bit deeper topics every once in a while. But yeah, well, no, not, but I think it's it ties not bad into to shy what, away from them. Right. right. No, right. I mean, I, I don't like shying away from them on purpose just right. to be like, yeah, maybe we'll offend someone or something. Well, like, no, I mean, it's our opinion. And yeah, and right. and I'm not saying that it's it's right on every context. I just feel like yeah. based on what we see, we feel like that these culture is going to emit the, the, the culture of these shows. And these things are written by people that are, whether you're a rap artist or you're a comic book artist, you are going to see the world around you mm-hmm. and you are going to create entertainment based on your upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, if and like you, it or not, the world's right. changing. Like, like, a, like a, a former friend of former, not a former friend, a former student of mine and friend of yours, Nico, it works in the film industry, wants to work in the film industry. And he's got a great idea for a sitcom and the sitcom is set in a supermarket. Why is it set in a supermarket? Because he works in a supermarket. We we create culture and and 
quite often with the area around where we exist and what we yeah, see and what we observe. So if you live in a in a city with a lot of crime and, and a lot of uh, things that you don't like to see, your rap music, your scripts, your whatever, your acting style is going to reflect what, how you are exposed. And, or just because you tour the world. If you go and uh, visit England or you get a job and you work in Russia for two years or someplace that's incredibly poor, mm-hmm. you are going to be changed by that. And and, yeah. and I think that brings, that's why traveling and, and opening your mind right, to other right. culture is, and that's why I'm glad I watch some of these things so I maybe think about or even topics just, yeah, in a why, different that's way. That's why I like about media because like, I'm like I said, I'm in a pretty. Uh, we live in a city, so we're like in a pretty diverse, like uh, yeah. a mix. And you and you go 20 minutes outside our city that we live in, and you're either in another bigger city, a even bigger city than ours, yeah. or you're in like the middle of nowhere. Which is what yeah, I'm we can, and we can also go right. We like can go. Our area we live is we a micro, go 10 is a minutes micro, and be very rural. I feel like we're a very microcosm yeah. of like the entire. We can we can go. And it's, and to me, it's weird that yeah. like some ten like, minutes to the suburbs, ten are. minutes to the exactly. farms, suburbs, ten farms, minutes to a major a city, like yes. And like it's like you consider like everything so close that some of the mindset that people have like within the cities and within it's, out it's, there it's, it's wild considering it's, you live twenty minutes away from some of these people and right like, and the mentality of 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 is so weird that you can be that diverse and literally be a twenty minute car ride yeah and and it, but again it's because of what you're exposed to yeah. so you know I think that that's kind of you know kind of the, the goal I mean try to expose yourself to new culture and yeah. try new things and and listen to the story and see what you learn from it yeah. I mean that's I mean that's what I always liked about sci-fi is because sci-fi has always been really if it's good sci-fi mm-hmm. is trying to tell a story within the context of science fiction yeah. so well what else is that it I think that's it for today. I kind of wraps it up um, I think it went for a while. Any, well, we're turning around about normal length. What What do you think we're talking about next week? Uh, we'll do the next four. We'll do the last four episodes of season one of Invincible. So we're going to wrap up Invincibles, and we're yeah. going to have another week of Bad Batch. And then... We'll do probably another week of Bad Batch. There's a chance we might do our big Star Wars discussing that we've been uh we got to get on that. Well, which that one, if we do, and I if almost we do think that, we should, we'll have my brother there. I almost well, think we should. So. I almost want to. We could come back with Invincible part four, part the second half, but... I almost feel like next week should almost maybe try a different topic. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it. I don't know. It. I feel like it'd be weird to do more of a. Okay, it's, it's, we'll talk about it later, but. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe our fans could send us some messages on what they want us um, to talk don't about. Don't talk like that. <laughs> I could do that voice. The clones are fighting. Like, what's yeah, that guy? What's that guy? I know. I wish that. I could do that guy's voice. They got the beginning of the Clone Wars. That's the war continues on the planet Jonanosin. That, that's better. That's be a little better. bit better. That's the allies, our heroes, are fighting for it's your like, freedom. It's like, a, it's like the World War II. It is like, definitely uh, like the World War II thing. like movies. Um, mm-hmm. It actually goes back to the the reels. I used to have some of those. Yeah, it's like a reel. Yeah, there's like the old the film reels of, uh, which actually is also a funny thing. If ever we've watched Star, Starship Troopers. No. They 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 and use they, they fight bugs on that. They, uh, yeah, Starship Troopers <laughs> is, is not a good movie, but it's it's, big bugs. it's fun to watch. It's yeah. a fun one. Um, it's very Stargate? over the top. Is that Stargate or Starship Troopers? Do they just fight big bugs? No, the Starship Troopers is the big bugs. Yeah, what are they? Stargate's Stargate? a TV show. Well, yeah. it was based on a film, but yeah. I'm not a. I wasn't a big Stargate fan. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, don't forget it. Hopefully, you uh, follow us on our Twitter. Follow us on our Facebook page. Both of the same name. The next of kin. Um, again, big shout out here to everybody at Podcast Precinct for helping us out, Matt Johnson. And we will hear you next time on The Next of Kids. They, they will not hear us. They will they, hear no, us. They, we'll hear you. You said we'll hear you next time. We don't hear them. I got pronoun troubles. What, should, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.
We'll hear you next time. Cut this if you want. You'll hear us next Cut time. Cut this if you want. Oh. <laughs> okay. The cursor's oh, yeah. dying. Oh, I think your battery's dying. But I call somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BICBP Radio Network proudly brings to you its podcast tag team champions of the world, the Nightmare Derek Jaws, Rotten Jack Gene Williams, the host of Common Debauchery. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you.